Yes, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. It's the day after Valentine's Day. As I like to call it, uh, we might be pregnant day. <laughs> All right, man, so salute to everybody out there who went a nice little round of 20 toes in the bedroom. Got a little action. As Sean said, a little pinochle time. So, uh, Supreme uh, pinochle time. Uh, national pinochle time, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man, y'all... y'all Oh wait, y'all single man. How, yeah. how, how y'all do? I, I was, I'm always interested in how single people uh, do their Valentine's Day, man. What y'all do, man? Y'all just go out drinking with some other single people? Just hang out, man. And just took it as another day this year, you know. So nothing special, you know. A couple different friends text me Happy Valentine's Day, but nothing special. How about you? I don't. Well, if y'all saw my Facebook, my wife got jokes. I saw that. I didn't understand. She, she saw. Uh, uh, she sent the. The Johnny Appleseed uh, mascot for the Tin Caps. Okay. Sent it to my job so we can do me do me like a little photo op and give me a cookie and, and uh, just, uh, some flowers. <laughs> All right, first off, I always thought that was weird to give a grown man some flowers. I'm 38 years old. I ain't never had a woman in my life send me flowers. Yeah, never either. I don't even know what to do with it. I'm just, just sitting at my desk, man. I'm just looking like I'm domesticated and everything. You're like, oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, well, what guy said this to you, Tommy? Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, damn it, Tommy! I thought you was married to a woman. <laughs> oh man, why are you in there filing your nails and shit? Oh man, James. Yeah, my wife knew that was gonna make me uncomfortable, and she, cool, she got though. she got away with that. So yeah, salute yeah. to you, babe. That was real funny. Love you very much. I did the gentleman thing. I actually got her a gift that was thoughtful. I just got her some flowers, and I got her a new uh, hair dryer. Oh okay. See. Yeah. Fellas nice. out there, that's the key. You have to make sure you get them a gift that they actually need. I noticed my wife all year struggling with her hair dryer, and I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do something really thoughtful. I'm going to buy her something that she actually needs. She's going to look at me like I'm the most amazing man in the world. She right. sure as hell was appreciative that I actually pay attention. See, there you that's go. the key. you got to yep. show that you pay attention. Without man. really showing it. Just remember it. You know? Great advice. Keep it, in your, keep it in your roller decks. Oh, you know, man. So. See, so, yeah, yeah. I ain't have to go around 20 toes. I had a long day, but we just cuddled the night away. So that's... Yeah. That's a nice, pleasant way for me to end the day. And right. that, was, that, was, that was all right with me. Ryan, uh, let me talk to your single ass. How you doing out there in them streets, man? You doing all right, man? You staying safe? Uh, I'm you doing still okay. trying to find a roommate? <laughs> I, I am. I am. I'm going to try to pay the rest of this lease off until June. And uh, I figure I got about two, three months left. I can hopefully find a roommate, male or female. No homo. Yeah, but, uh, somebody I, that can pay half. Yeah, somebody that's, that can pay half. And uh, yeah, we can both contribute to groceries, uh, but I'm, I'm doing okay. Valentine's Day was pleasantly uh, nice. Uh, it uh, in my situation, usually it's when uh, me being single, uh, other girls that I've keep in contact with, whenever their boyfriends fuck up, I usually get a call. <laughs> oh damn you that guy oh, yeah. he, he just grab you off the bench All right, uh, you're in come on exactly you still got oh, the warm oh, up yeah. on and she don't know where the helmet is yeah, at. I'm, oh, I'm going for six man of the year <laughs> no man you the, you next dick up that's what you're doing <laughs> oh man I don't know that's a good thing or a bad thing that you reserve dick for some girls out there <laughs> I, I'm not res- trust me oh, you can be it's, wait, it's waiting to jump in the game oh, all the time oh, believe me oh you over there like Will- <laughs> you over there like Willie Beaver with a <laughs> With a book inside your playbook, and shit. Mm-hmm. he got those tearaway pants on. He's like, y'all game time? <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, that's so funny. You like put me in coach? The starters, <laughs> the starters, just looking at you like, ah, oh, shit. 
this dude running the wrong route. Oh, damn it. Oh, oh, damn I'm he... glad the starter didn't get a chance to see what happened to Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I would have oh. a hit on my head. Oh, damn so, it. But it was, it was good. That's and, good. Uh, sh- yeah, shout out to my Valentine for making both our days special. There's nothing wrong with uh, that. That's man. good, man. We got... We got one more day till we go see Ant Man together. We yes, we got yeah, our buddy. tickets. If I ain't text y'all, text y'all the copy of the tickets, man. I'll make Ryan. It don't matter because I already decided I'm picking you up. <laughs> you gonna ride with me and my son just to make sure you get there. That's like, like I need mean, you stumbling in there twenty minutes late. Like, all right, man. So sorry, man. Where we at? Uh, where we going? Uh, seven o'clock show tomorrow. Regal. Uh, seven. We said seven forty at Regal. Right. Okay. I was thinking about going to AMC, but I was like, no. So let's see. So one of y'all sent me that that uh, that article about them, you know, the overcharging seats, yeah. for good. So it's like, first of all, how do you how do you dictate what's a good seat? Like yeah. in the middle, like up, up in the front row, because at this point you might as well just give out free tickets for the front row because nobody wants to sit there. That's one of the worst it, ideas in theater history. I'm about to say, I, like, as soon as they have one good idea with the the Monday uh, mystery movie, like the blind movie that I thought was a great idea, I was like, all right, fine, very y'all, cool. You're listening, but now you're like, oh, we're gonna upcharge y'all for the premium seats. I was like, man, there y'all go again. Y'all just moonwalking out of a good idea. I just, I just wish y'all just make up your mind. If you're going broke, just go broke, man. Don't make people overspend to come see your movie, man. It's hard enough to even want people to go see a movie right now. Mm-hmm. Not everybody rushing out to see Magic Mike. No yeah. offense to Channing Tatum, great actor, but thank God my wife had no interest in watching that movie because she got tired of seeing him dance all over the damn screen with his shirt off. I was like, yeah. thank you, baby. Finally matured <laughs> enough to, to get off that nasty ass grinding all over women shit. Good for you. So, yes, I avoided that. So, congratulations to me. Salute to everybody out there who had a nice little Valentine's Day. Salute to all y'all single people. Hopefully, y'all have a Valentine and you just... You just do what you normally do every single year. Just mm-hmm. just love yourself. Treat yourself a little bit better. Buy yourself a gift. You know, self-love is a great thing right there. All right. So, Ryan, good for you. Good for you. Oh, Sean, thank you, thank you. good for you. Yeah. Right, next time you go to the casino, man, hopefully you just come back and you break even. <laughs> that was my Valentine's Day. It broke my heart. Damn it. I thought I was going to win some money that night and uh, wasn't wasn't so. So, that's okay. But, you know, that happens more times than not. So, you're not going to always leave there with some money. So, you hopefully you can win there even maybe. But... Uh, still had fun. It's always a good time. So man, no, yeah. I, I honestly I see the casino as like going to like crazy pens. Yeah, you, you're not going there to like win money or anything like that. You're going there for the experience, for sure. For you, sure. If you walk in with that mindset, you, you walk out less disappointed than you probably would be if you was thinking like, "Hey, I'm about to win me like at least two, three hundred dollars, yeah. man. I'm gonna be up before I leave here." And next thing you know, bam, like, oh man, well, at least crazy might be my problem. At least crazy pins give you some candy or something, like <laughs> some, some some sugar sticks or some shit you get to get at the end, or you can put, pick out little generic toys and stuff. Uh, the casino don't give a damn about what you lost. Oh man, I, <laughs> yeah. I took my niece and nephew yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, man, they was playing games like the whole damn time. I was there for at least. Four or five hours. No what bullshit. did they add on to that? I mean, I haven't been there since they added on. I think the new addition they have right now is that they have like the little, uh, the little tightrope uh, walkway thing up up above where people can walk around, do a little like miniature zip lining kind of thing or whatever. Oh, okay. Because then they, they have like a new golf, uh, mini golf course. Oh, okay. Over there. Yeah, I was sure they had built onto the side of it. But... Yeah, because I know I saw that they knocked down that wall. And they expanded mm-hmm. onto that side of the gotcha, building, and gotcha. they got, now they got the mini golf. I was gotcha. like, all right, man, that's kind of cool, but. Yeah, crazy pins. They are they, they are crazy expensive, yeah. man. I am so sick of that. I should be paying like thirty nine ninety five for like one game of bowling, and then you got to upcharge <laughs> me for shoes and everything. I'm like, come on, man. I I just want to roll this nasty ball down the damn way just to knock some pins down with my niece and nephew. I just trying right. to have a good time. I ain't trying to go home broke. This is worse than a casino, man. I should <laughs> go to the casino just to get my mind off of things. <laughs> oh, right, Lord. right. It's not meant for us unless you're bowling. I mean, they do got a couple basketball games you can play, but it's not a whole lot for adults. 
unless you're bowling, you know what I mean? So, and then that, you can only do a couple of games of that, you know, so. Uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was all worth it to see my niece mm-hmm. and nephew happy, man. You, you, I, I definitely spent at least $150. Oh, at, yeah. At the very sure, least, sure. just hanging out with them two all day. Nothing else. Them Playing kids, games. Yeah. Playing that ball pit. I think that's where COVID started. Crazy yeah. pins. I ain't <laughs> never seen so many nasty kids just walking in and out of there, man. And just walking. Man, you, you ever see a little kid, like, come out of the bathroom and you, like, tell them to wash their hands? They just turn around yeah. like, ugh. All right, they got to go back and do it. Like, these nasty little bastards. Man, don't get me started, man. I'm pretty sure that my kids piss with their eyes closed at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, you missed yeah. every damn thing. Man. Like, what is going on, uh, man? Yeah, like, y'all, yeah. Little boys are the nastiest things in the Pee world, all man. The back oh. of it. Yeah. Like, damn, what you do? You sneeze? Well, like, the whole time? Like, damn, <laughs> this all over the place. Grown boys aren't better because I be at work and I know I be in the stall and they just get up and walk right out. They're like, are you nasty? I wish I see who it is and I'm telling HR. <laughs> nasty bastards. You I'm telling. This is ridiculous. That's why we got COVID and fucking scars and Ebola. And yeah, that's nasty. They yeah. just if get you up. take a dump and don't wash your hands, don't you're a nasty bastard. Don't bash. wash. Don't even flush. Just get up. All right, I'm done. All right, that's a new level of lazy, yeah, man. Nasty. Who do you work with? I don't know, but I'll be trying to peep through the hole and see who they are <laughs> without seeing what I don't want to see. But I, I, I've caught a couple people, but there's, there's a couple that they're sneaky and nasty as hell. That's just some nasty shit, and that's why you don't want to eat when they bring potluck and shit. Yeah, I brought uh, some green bean casserole. No, the fuck you didn't. I'm not eating that. Uh, you know, Next you know, everybody got yeah, the flu. Hell yeah, uh, I'm throwing up and shit. That is one of the benefits of working from home. No, I don't have to live with the shame yeah. of taking those thirty minute bathroom breaks. And yeah. everybody looking at me like, I know you just blew that up. Right? That's all right. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a problem doing that, but I want to know who's not washing their hands because now I'm, they always no. Nah, that's never the case. They always want to be the ones that talk to you and get right in your face and shake your hand and stuff. And just, just that's just nasty, man. I don't care what you do. You go in them bathrooms when it's just it's predominantly men. You need to wash your hands, man. That's bad, you know. So definitely use sanitizer or something, but definitely wash your hands and flush. You know, God, no, just get up and I'm done. All right, just walk right out. That's just trifling. Trifling. So oh, nasty people out they there. They are. Nasty they are. Out there. Oh man, knock, knock on wood. Knock on microphone. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't never get COVID. I'm, I should be good for the rest of my life. I think we we might be all of the clear right now. I haven't heard much about COVID, but. Now we got aliens and stuff, sort of this, this alien shit. They aliens about. shooting what down balloons. What is this balloon bullshit? I don't even get into I, I, it. Like I that was one of the more know. bizarre news stories in recent history. A fucking balloon slow fo- floating over the United States. What the hell? We waited on? five days to shoot it down. <laughs> they said that uh, the Air Force had nails as, as rockets, and they were shooting the balloons with, with <laughs> nails and ticks and attacks. Uh, That's, That's what they had. Funny. Yeah. They said they were shooting tacks at it. Like, oh man, we don't even need no rockets for this or guns. Like, what the hell is it, though? Like, who's doing it? Like, they think China's know, doing it? They said it was some China, like, spy cam on some balloon. I was like, all right, who who really has the time to be doing all this kind of right. shit? Like, a balloon is what the big news uh, day uh, headline is? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, just the Chinese other- accused us. They said... America sent 10 balloons over to China <laughs> since 2022. So, it's getting ridiculous. Uh, damn Pennywise. Goddamn. <laughs> you'll, you'll float, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is. It's all shit. Don't send another motherfucker. <laughs> damn, they don't play around, man. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to. I don't want to go to war with the Chinese. No, nah, there's billions of them motherfuckers. Hell no. Hell no. Nah. Let's we just keep it. If it's a balloon war, I'm okay with all that. All right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, we don't want ground troops of the billions of Chinese people showing up in the United States because we are screwed. If we start going troops on the ground with the Chinese or Russia, it's going to be hell on earth. Good well, Lord. I can't wait for the documentary to come out about this whole balloon escapade. 
I feel like it was probably in a movie somewhere. Yeah, was, was that the Kingsman where they went up in some big ass balloon to shoot some uh, satellite down? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, it might have been. Yeah, that it, first one. Yes, it was. Okay. You're right. I forgot about that scene. They probably saw that movie. Say, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's send a balloon up there. Let's see how fast they shoot that shit down. Yeah. They was probably taking bets like it was rat race. Like, all right, man, I got America on five days. Five days, man. They gonna shoot that shit down. I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Both yeah. United States and China both have over a hundred satellites constantly floating through space that can zoom in and pinpoint any target they want. So the fact that it's some big-ass air balloon that's causing all the hoopla is just weird. It's <coughs> weird. I, I really feel we're getting the very tip of a very deep iceberg, We and we don't even know probably 90% of what's actually going on behind the scenes. This is just one of the scenarios that happened to leak to the public and became a headline. Who knows? I, I believe they probably got little drones that are insects walking around out here right around the white house looks like a damn <laughs> praying mantis it's a, it's a chinese <laughs> chinese little robot you got the little roach from the fifth element with the <laughs> exactly like, man it's got all kind of stuff going on here oh, i hope it's nothing crazy but who knows what's going on well the world is a crazy place now there's is. always something weird going on like wolves at the other day like a uh, train derailed in ohio yeah and they had all that shit go up in the air oh, yeah, they got acid rain in ohio yeah. oh man some it's, x-file shit right there heck yeah no that that's just the world that we live in but you know that's 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 stick to the the rivers and the lakes that we used to yeah, man. that's, that's stick to the movies and the tv shows that's where man. it went too, right in the rivers and the lakes i mean good work like man you nice, all, right. Nice. all right man we, we all right man this is the show start man this y'all got it going right now i didn't take nice. a nap i'm hot <laughs> oh man yeah. i wish i took a nap i'm Me so too. fucking tired right now oh man but we gonna pod man we got we got to get it on man pod fathers right now all right standing ovation this week ryan I nominate you to take lead on this one, man. I'm Who glad, I'm, I'm glad you did, because that was a perfect lead-in. Sean, thank you for that. All right. Because uh, my standing ovation is the director of that TLC video, Waterfall. Oh, wow. See, we are one tonight. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, also good. directed the music video for Outcast. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Mm. Uh, the original Outcast CD, Southern Playlistic, Cadillac Music. They made a video for that song. Also directed the music video for Dr. Dre, uh, Keep Your Heads Ringing. And uh, this is a guy by the name of F. Gary Gray, who yes. directed the original Friday movie. That was his film debut after uh, starting out in the music video world. Classic. Friday uh, is not only just a black cinema classic, just a classic American movie. Class, classic in the comedy genre. One of the funniest movies ever made. That, that goes down. That's a Hall of Fame movie. Um, he's also responsible for a movie starring Tommy Curry's famous, uh, most favorite actress out there, Jada Pinkett Smith, and <laughs> Set It Off. Oh, man. 96. I'm a big fan of that movie. No matter how you feel about their personal lives. Set It Off was followed by one of the more underrated movies of the 90s and of these two actors' careers, The Negotiator from 1998. Love that movie. Love that movie. I like yes. it, too. Love that movie. Oh, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson has some weird-looking hair. But I you know. know he had, like, a brown hair in his head or something. I don't like know that. what it was. It was just like, oh, man, he got, like, a red afro or something like that. <laughs> a red afro. He did. <laughs> a little red curly afro. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, where dialogue and acting carries the suspense. That is quality acting and filmmaking. 
Uh, he really started uh, hitting uh, commercial success with his follow-up to the negotiator, the Italian job. Now, this is just an actor uh, extravaganza here. We got Mark Wahlberg, Charlie Theron, one of my f- probably top ten favorite actors, Edward Norton. You really do love that guy. Love that man. Uh, You're almost an apologist at this point. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, he was awesome in Glass Onion. Not at all. I have nothing to apologize Edward Norton, he, I, I am unabashedly in love with him as an actor. By far, if, if there's a Mount Rushmore of actors, he's probably on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, Edward Norton, Robert De Niro. That's probably my Mount Rushmore of male actors. I'm not going to be mad at it. That's a pretty good list. Uh, have you guys seen The Italian Job? Of course I've seen it. I, I don't think it. I have. I don't know. Um, Edward Norton sets up. Uh, he's part of a robbery team and ends up stealing all the robbery money. Then the Italian job is them trying to steal it back from Edward Norton. I don't think I've seen Italian job then. Uh, I've heard of it. I know. I had, seen it. Yeah. Mark Warburg, Jason Statham, most deaf was also. Most deaf. Exactly. Seth, yes. Seth Green. Seth Green. With one of my favorite lines <laughs> in there is like, what does the guy do with millions of dollars? Watch his big ass TV. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, I remember that he stole everybody's idea for what they should do with the money. I was like, all right, man, Edward Norton ain't got no imagination. And that sure enough came back to play him at the end. I, I just he he did get typecast as being the bad guy who's too smart for his own good. But yeah, when you see that movie, uh, crap off the top of my head, I can't think of it. But he plays twin brothers. One of them becomes a college professor. The other brother becomes the most successful pot dealer in the state. And you, this you is can Ed, Edward Norton. Yes, Edward Norton. Google, I can't think, I don't got my phone out, but Edward Norton, twin brother movie. It's it's a hidden gem. It, it's great. He, he's He's I, got range. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever heard of this one. It, I'm mad I can't think of the name of that. And the movie with Ben Stiller where uh, one of them's a, uh, a, a Jewish priest, the other one's a Catholic priest, and they both fall in love with the same girl. <coughs> That's a good one too. Uh, but uh, back on Film director F. Gary Gray. Uh, he also did the underrated comedy movie Be Cool with uh, John Travolta. And uh, if uh, it's a pretty much a sequel to Get Shorty where instead of him trying to break, John Travolta is trying to break in the movie industry, trying to break in the music industry. Also one of Vince Vaughn's funniest <coughs> roles. Uh, movie that I think you guys will all appreciate, Law Abiding Citizen. That was one of the better thrillers of the 2000s. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I love that one. Yeah, that was very under. I didn't see that coming. I, was, I really like, enjoyed. Jamie Foxx wasn't a highlight of yeah. that movie, but seeing um, uh, Gerard Butler in that he, movie, yeah, he was playing that ruthless he ass. He was awesome uh, in that. Oh man, it, 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 it was it was really good. I remember it was really good. Oh, damn, I think it was a uh, Regina Hall was in that uh, movie as his wife. Wasn't was she? Regina Hall in that? I'm I'm pretty sure she was. I remember I saw those beautiful cheekbones somewhere in that screen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a. I haven't seen that since it came out on DVD. I might have to rewatch no. that. Okay. I uh, see those cheekbones and those teeth. I'm like, oh man, that's no. glorious. She, she is. She absolutely is. Um, oh, oh, and by the way, the movie that you're talking about was uh, Leaves of Grass. Leaves. There we go. Leaves of Grass. Thank you. Thank you. Please put that in. Watch. That's a great one. Leaves of Grass. Thank you, Tommy. Um, Straight out of Compton, one of the more surprising box office smashes of recent memory. One of the um, biggest surprises. I didn't know people had that much of a fascination with NWA. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how packed it was opening weekend or when I heard it made $60 million over that weekend. That was insane. I, I'm glad that movie was the hit that it was. I, I really enjoyed Strata Compton. And before 
the uh, nuke got uh, the, the nuke, the fridge or the shark jumped over the boat. F. Gary Gray also directed Fast and the Furious 8, The Fate and the Furious, which we ain't got to talk with. No. Mm-hmm. I, I know we saw The Rock holding on to a nuclear submarine. <laughs> I know he just like, pushed that man <laughs> like it was a couch. <laughs> like, for real, fam? But until we saw Fast and the Furious 9, we didn't know how bad that series could get. And I actually enjoyed The Fate and the Furious. Oh, we we, we going to talk about this because they just said, hold my beer. When I saw that last year, I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm so tired of this. I, I know for a fact I'm not going to watch that in theaters. I'm going to wait for streaming. I'm, I probably I will watch it because I'm a fan of the franchise. Well, if you bootleg it for me, then I won't feel okay, so Okay, all right. I, I do feel a franchise going on to its 10th movie, it's batting over 500. I, I think it's batting 700 at this point. But uh, Fate and Furious, uh, a.k.a. Fast and Furious 8, was not that bad. Uh, so, still in Black History Month, had to do a shout-out to a black filmmaker, F. Gary Gray. Uh, you can see him make a brief appearance in his directorial de- debut Friday. Um, he's the uh, worker at the store who tells uh, the guy, you didn't uh, get up off that damn floor. He's like, my, what's oh, up? Yeah. I mean, he's my still neck, trying to do the slip and fall yeah, in the store. My neck, my back, yeah. The guy who tells him, get up off that floor, you ain't hurting nothing. That's F. Oh. Gary Gray. He makes a cameo in his own. Oh, really? Movie. That's him. That's the director. He, he does yeah. that quite often in some of his movies. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, that's just welcome uh, for a guy who had his start directing one of the best comedies set in California. He's actually from New York and has had a great artistic career and commercially successful career. And for any filmmaker of any race, uh, that's worthy of applause. F. Gary Gray, standing ovation for you this week, good sir. Oh man, salute to him, salute to him. I really wanted to argue Fast and Furious 8 so she brought that up because I thought that was one of the worst that I've seen and I'm so shocked that he was the one that directed it because, you know, I feel like he took a foot check, which is cool, man, but that was just more like, I I don't like where they're going with this. I feel like they, they kind of jumped the shark a little bit in the one before because they was jumping cars between buildings and shit and I was like, alright man, <laughs> We got to muscle through this, man, because this is the last one with Paul Walker, man. We got to we gotta give him some praise or whatever because, you know, he's passed and he's not going to be in another one. At, well, I thought he wasn't going to be in another one, but then Diesel <laughs> keep bringing him back from the fucking dead. He won't let him rest in peace for real. I was like, all right, man, you just, you're struggling to keep this franchise alive, so you're trying to hold on to this nostalgic vibe of, you know, Paul Walker is still lingering in the background. We'll have a skyline drive around every few scenes and we'll just give you a, a name drop every once in a while. <laughs> yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting so sick and tired of this shit, man. Vin Dillis, you need to let that go. You you lost Paul Walker. You lost The Rock. You know, just just let it go. He, he bring one more person back from the fucking dead. I'm going to get pissed off. <laughs> he even ran The Rock out of that franchise. That, guy, yeah. that does piss me off. He was vital. He, he was one of the better characters of that franchise. That is disappointing. He was by far the biggest surprise of uh, Fast Five. <laughs> That was the that's that was the, the actual one that jump started this whole like uh hey we're spies and you know we're criminal masterminds and apparently we're super agents and we can do damn near anything because you know we're invincible. It's just like, I, but it wasn't it, over the top yet. It it was slightly, but then we get to the sequel to that that Fast and Furious Six and uh, we got a cargo plane. That's on a runway for twenty minutes. I know. I, I think was, I tagged you on that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, longest yeah, runway you've ever seen in your life. Ever. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like twenty six miles that runway. <laughs> like, yeah, thirty minute action scene on a runway. It was ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah, it, tanks it, on a highway and Vin Diesel jumping over bridges. 
it got pretty bad. But I still I still enjoy it. I I still enjoy it. And yeah, I've been surprised. I didn't think I would even like the the first sequel, Too Fast, Too Furious. But damn, if I didn't have a blast opening night. Hearing David Banner come through the that, that was, I remember we went that I think I was with you because I remember <laughs> no I'm not Sean you was I, 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 I saw I, I know for I, a no, fact no I, think I we went, went on a, the first maybe I saw it twice I know I the know, first time I saw that I, was, and, I feel like it was me and you and James uh, you know who James you guys know who James Gates is right yeah yeah the artist the one of the uh, a genius actually yeah, James Gates is artist. Yeah. His brother Montrell, okay, I ran into I him at that at that showing opening. I weekend. remember that. Something and uh, yeah, <laughs> me and my date walked up okay, there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I might have saw it more than once, okay. but I just know that first night I saw it, I was on a date, and I saw Montrell at the theater, and it was hype. Yeah, I remember that it coming was on. Hype. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that was good times. Directed by John Singleton. A, Too nah. Fast and Furious. Yeah, up and I think uh, up until that moment, well, it got passed since then. I think that was like the highest, uh, like uh, opening uh, box office weekend for a black director. I he had that right. he had that record for a little while. Then, of course, you know, you know, Marvel put anybody you know behind them in the director's chair. Pretty much, that guarantees you're going to break some records for sure. Point. Yeah, so, I yeah. don't think he was going to beat that Black Panther. Oh no 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 no! That's just one of those records. That's like Emma Smith Rutter record. You ain't gonna break that. <laughs> no, shit. nobody's breaking that. No time. Don't so. nobody run no more. No, shit. it's all past. Dead serious. Majority of it, at least. Yeah. All right. Well, stand elevation for me. I don't know if it's been done before. I really got to start uh, cataloging mm-hmm. every single thing because I think we've been doing such a great job on our stand elevations that I might be overlapping at this point. But I'm gonna go this week with Octavia Spencer because oh, she is nice. she is hands down one of my favorite actresses that's working today. Now, I remember there was one movie that Sean, like, I don't know if you try to convince us to watch it, but it was that, that nasty-ass Netflix superhero movie. Oh, Force. Yeah. You said I, you watched that. I, I think I watched like five minutes. I said, nope. Yeah, I did watch What's that. What's the name I, of this? Uh, Thunder Force. Had, uh, oh, her, I remember the previous her and Melissa McCarthy. That looked terrible. Why no, would you sit down and watch that? No, part? no, audience. Don't you even dare think about watching this. There's so much better stuff on Netflix. Most of them are Netflix originals. They have a lot more better stuff out there. This one was not it. I'm sorry, Octavia. This is one of those movies where you take it for the check because you know she was on a Hollywood run. She's winning all kinds of awards. She she got damn near a chessboard full of awards at this point because she wins damn near everything. But mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, she pretty much knocks it out of the park every time she's on the screen. And I, obviously, most people know her from the Help. You know, when she played uh, one of those uh, maids in that movie yeah. with uh, Viola Davis. Uh, is it? Ma. Yeah. Ma. Y'all seen Ma? I saw, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I, liked I, too, I yeah. saw that. It was cool. It wasn't like horrible. I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. I don't know if I, I buy her in like the horror genre. I thought she did good. Yeah. I, thought I, mean, it was, I wasn't blown away, but I thought it was good. Yeah, her, it wasn't I, like the greatest thing in the world. She was very vindictive. She had a reason to do what she, she thought she had a reason to do what she was doing, so... Yeah. I don't know, just a grown woman trying to lure teenagers into a basement. Yeah, part. I was like, all right, man, everything about this is wrong. <laughs> it's very wrong. Like, no, you shouldn't be doing this shit, man. Like, But we've all seen that, especially when you were trying to drink when you weren't supposed to. There was always somebody a little older that you like, man, just go in there and get me some, some Booms Farm. I remember we used to do drink Booms Farm. Do kids still do that shit? I, I feel like every parent yeah. at, at this day and age has some liquor in their house. Yeah, yeah. Not even locked up. We don't even lock the cabinet, man. It's on the bottom shelf. Right. Anybody can grab it. The baby can get it. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> yeah, uh, fifth grade. Yeah, I was at a sleepover. I saw one of my friends take a sip out of his dad's liquor he's like this is nasty fifth grade man all right (laughs) salute to all y'all drunks out there Uh, got started by your parents but uh but obviously her track record goes on a long way uh hidden figures i thought was a really good one about the the black woman that uh helped uh with the rocket launch that gets into space the the nasa workers uh 
this is a movie with with Taraji. It, uh, yeah, Taraji. I've and, never um, seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's her? What's her there? She was just in the Glass Onion movie. Uh, is it uh, Janelle Monae? Janelle Monae was in Janelle it. Janelle Monae. Beautiful, talented young lady. Love her. Big time. Uh, of course, I said Thunder Force. Uh, she was actually in The Shape of Water. I forgot about that. She, she was, was an awesome the, character in that. She was one of like the janitors, like yep. the one girl that was a. Uh, she wasn't deaf. She was a mute, right, or something was, like that. Oh, uh, I know that was the uh, the main character. She was. She did have a disability, didn't she? I yeah, think she was like, like she couldn't talk. She had yeah. To, okay, I remember. But that. it wasn't Octavia Spencer's character. It was the main female lead of that movie who had, who was the mute. Right. Octavia Spencer was like the kind heart co-worker. Yeah, she was like the best friend. Or right. Like that. Okay, man, all right, I get it. Now, was she the Jamie Lee Curtis's work partner in True Lies? Remember in True Lies when Jamie Lee Curtis had an affair with uh, Bill Paxton's character? I don't know. And, and she, she sneaks out of the office. She was like, there's a black actress that says, get some for me while you're at it. When you... I don't know. I got to watch that again. Yeah, it's, I'm going to have to... I'm about to it's always that interesting... You ever notice, like, when you see, like, a famous actor and, like, some of their uh, earlier work, but they weren't really famous? Because I remember I just saw the other day uh, Angela Bassett was, like, a, a flight attendant in Kindergarten Cop. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all never noticed that? No. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. Watch Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I, I think it's on uh, Amazon. And right I like now. that movie. When he was on the plane, there was, like, those badass kids behind behind him. And, like, <laughs> I like, remember that seat. I remember Angela Bass was right there serving food. I was like, holy shit, that's Angela Bass. Oh, Angela my Bassett. God. I didn't know that. That either. is awesome. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that's such a corny, cheesy, fun-ass movie. I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. It's not a tumor. Oh. Arnold was stupid. Man. Like, he just same dude in every movie. Oh, I man, he I playing some shit with kindergarten. I like kindergarten. Oh, I love that movie. Remember, oh. she was in Halloween and she got stabbed thirty-two times by Michael Myers. The Rob Zombie. The Halloween. Rob Zombie. That was disturbing. In, in the hospital when he got out, he got. That was the second one. Oh, is that, that the made. one with uh, Danny Trail? The first one had Danny Trail, I think. And he she made. Was, a, she... He made a sequel with with. And I she, forgot it was a sequel. Yeah, it's not I, like I remember. Yeah. I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember like much of the details. <laughs> she, of she, it. He stabbed the shit out of Octavia Spencer on the steps, and I was like, "This is overkill, man!" He's stabbing the hell out of her. They show like fifty stabs. Yeah, it was, it was bad. She was bleeding all out of her mouth and stuff. Like, yeah, she, oh. yeah, she was in that. Yeah. All right, but, but back up, back up to to Octavia. Well, once again, track record goes on and on. She has a, a credit in A Time to Kill. I don't remember her in A Time to Kill. Do y'all remember that? No. The one with uh, Matthew McConaughey, Sandra Bullock, uh, Samuel Jackson, where he kills like I cried like, in the movie theater watching that, yes. Is that the one where he got the death penalty? Where where he uh, he killed the man that uh, raped his daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, That's Matthew <laughs> McConaughey's brightest moment, actually. Yeah. I can I I can make an argument for another one. That's not like the one he won an Oscar for, but have you ever seen uh, Killer Joe? I haven't seen Killer Joe. I did. Um, I heard boy, he that, that movie is, is fucked that where up. He's doing fucked shit at up. night. He's like a cop that uh, yeah, he, he moves okay. like as like a hitman. Or yeah, okay, like that. okay. Yeah, that between, movie between is that and the Lincoln up. Lawyer, I think it was like I think it's some of his best work. I, like I could Inter- go without that chicken wing scene at the end. I like yeah, Inter- I like yeah, Interstellar. I was trying to get yeah. past that, but yeah, I, I get it. Did you I like? Did you like Interstellar? Did you like that? Loved there? Interstellar. I like that too. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. I got to confused. Interstellar. What the hell? Oh, that were score doing was with it? incredible. Yeah. yeah, that's another. What is that? Is that a Chris? Uh, what's his name? No, uh, Chris Nolan. Yeah, Chris Nolan. Yeah. So I wonder why I was confused by that, but I enjoyed uh, Interstellar. Yeah, I was great. Found no, no, great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Back to Octavia. She was in a uh, Coach Carter. She was in the Doolittle movie with Robert Downey. But we ain't got to really talk about that. Never got around to watch me that. neither. No, uh, you, ain't, you ain't missing. You ain't, you ain't missing a damn thing. <laughs> not, a, not, like, not a damn thing. Uh, she actually had a small part in a uh, Blue Streak. Y'all remember that? I do not. 
Remember when he I got out? On remember when he got out? Of, uh, he got out of prison and he went to his uh, his uh, oh, girlfriend. Oh, opened the door. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh man, did you eat the whole time? <laughs> I was in there? I was like, <laughs> She's like, your broke ass husband or boyfriend is here. He's like, I'm sorry. Can I buy you some cereal? <laughs> oh man, I, I got to rewatch yeah. that. You yeah. got to rewatch yeah, that. Man. It's so, great. Yeah, he didn't. He hadn't seen her the whole time because she never came and checked on him. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah, but like I said, it goes on and on for Octavia Spencer. I really got to go do her whole uh, track record. You already know her. She's a household name at this point. Definitely one of the best actresses working, black, white, or other. She is very, very good, very, very talented. And you know what? She she is definitely one of my top ten actor or actresses because I blend them all together. I don't separate because you know I'm I'm feminist. I I, I like I like equality all Mm -hmm. the way around. So I don't like to separate all that. But Octavia Spencer. Standard ovation this week for me, gentlemen. Oh, you can't go wrong with any of her movies. No, man, she's actually uh, you know a little more up and coming than anything. Yeah, so oh, she's good. Oh, yeah. she's she's very good. Between yeah. her and Viola Davis, I know I'm going to have a good time watching whatever oh, the hell yeah. they got. Real talk. Oh yeah, and just don't eat none of their pies. Yeah, oh, so. <laughs> not. not none oh, of those man. pies. No, no, uh, eat nothing. Nope. No, 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 no pie. No. Right. I feel like Saturday Night Live did a skit with her and pie. Like mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live, they don't they don't let stuff like that go. Usually, they they pretty good about grabbing the actor or actresses when they're on a hot streak. Next thing you know, they they on they're doing some kind of weird skit that has something to do with why they're famous. Because did y'all watch Saturday Night Live when a uh, uh, I keep I keep wanting to say Mandalorian, but uh, Pedro Pascal they did like a mm-hmm. spoof of him like doing like a Last of Us, but it was like theme behind like a Super Mario Brothers or uh-uh, something like that. I didn't see that. That's I saw the clips online. It was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty damn funny. We had those big ass white gloves on and he's driving like this little Mario go-kart or whatever. It was just funny. Every once in a while, Saturday Night Live does something that's pretty damn funny. So, salute to Saturday Night Live. And, uh, yeah, Octavia Spencer, thank you very much and uh, I salute you this week. She rocks. All right. All right. What you got for us? I'm going to go. I got my main man here. Uh, Elijah Wood. I'm going to go with Elijah Wood here. Frodo. Frodo. I did not see that one. Yeah, I watched all three Lord of Rings again because they put them on Netflix for some reason. And so, uh, because they're good, they are. But I, I didn't expect them to be all on Netflix. But uh, yeah, they just put them on there. So I'm like, hell, just watch them all again. And Ryan, I'm going to give you something here, man. I do think the third one might be just a little bit better than the second one. Just a little bit. Uh, the yeah. first one's better than all three. I, I don't mean, know the first one. I, guess, I prefer the second one. I like the second one, but I think you. I can see why you like the third one. Um, there was a little more to it. it, it was a, it's a lot longer. Uh, but everything that went on in the third one, I was like, okay, I can see why Ryan said the third one. I know you said the first one, but I know a lot of people like the second one, like myself. I really like the second one, but... Um, I I I got to see. I got a thing of the for the third one too. Uh, yeah, to I, why big he, time. That yeah, third yeah. one's awesome. Right, it's, it's very emotional at the end when he finally goes to that little um, elf heaven, wherever they went, because you know he had been all messed up from the ring, and he couldn't really live a life amongst the Shire anymore. You know what I mean? So uh, just watching all that just just brought me back. Just all all three of them are just great, great movies. But everybody in it. You know, Frodo is one of the main characters, and you know, we all know what he had to go through with the ring, and so that made me think of him. And like, you know, I'm gonna give it to my main man, Elijah Wood, but he just didn't play in Lord of the Rings. You guys, remember The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin? Love that movie. I was holy shocked. shit, that was, was him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, he was his uh, cousin, and uh, yeah, when Macaulay Culkin was playing an evil character and tried to get his ass killed the whole movie, so or blaming him for doing stupid shit and stuff like that. So that's a great one. I remember watching it. He was in Back to the Future 2. He must have been very young because he's not that much older than us. As what? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't remember, I remember him in that. He's in his credits. Deep Impact. I do remember him in Deep Impact. He was the one that figured out that the comet was coming. He had. Uh, he was good in that. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He, That's the one with uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan as Freeman right? as the president. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, I, I liked him in that. Um, apparently, he was in the Falconty. You guys remember the Falconty with Usher? Hell yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. With the aliens. That movie was pretty damn good. I saw that in nope. Southtown Mall. Uh, I remember I went out there and saw that in Southtown. Was that the Mall. one with uh, Josh Hartnett? Josh yep. Hartnett, yep, and the aliens got into the football team. Remember, they were playing football, but they were aliens and shit. Like, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Had the T-1000 in there. He sure was. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he Evidently, he was in He was in The Hobbit. They must have made like a... Uh, they like made a, a, like a... It was like a, a a brief scene at the beginning. At like the a end flashback of the movie, or like something a, like Showing him like a... Yeah, like okay. A, it, yeah, he was in there. I, I remember it was a very small part. Well, he had been around. He wouldn't have been around, though, would he? Because that was when Bilbo was young. He well, I think been... they were doing like... They started out as like a little flashback. Like they started in the present with him, uh, with Frodo there. And then he just like flashback to how it all began or something like that. So it was like a brief cameo. I think I kind of remember. I got one for you guys. And I remember telling you guys, it's actually something I like with Vin Diesel, The Last Witch Hunter. Elijah Wood played this priest. Never seen it. That hooked him up. Was kind of like his sidekick. And these these like monsters, uh, Vin Diesel hunts these demons, and he sends them back to like try to send them back to hell, kind of. But Elijah Wood plays this priest that you know in the movie, so I thought that was pretty good. Um, real something I didn't see coming. Um, a movie nine, y'all ever seen nine? Nine. Yeah, that was good. Two thousand nine. I don't know. It's just a big nine. Is, is it like an animated? It's, a, it's an yeah, animated. Yeah, one. Okay. Oh, okay. I remember. Yeah. I never saw it. Was yeah, it was. I never saw yeah, that one. Uh, okay. He played in uh, two thousand five Sin City. Uh, yes, I he forgot. was evil. Yeah, That's yeah. the most evil character he's ever played. Really, man. I never seen that. I never he was seen a cannibal in that. Maybe I don't remember watching. It if I did, so uh, he's got a lot of movies here. Uh, Flipper. I know people watched that. Probably uh, he was in damn. Flipper. I forgot about Flipper. Flipper. I forgot yeah, about I that. Mean, me too. They had um, uh, Crocodile Dundee in that too. Oh damn! That's yeah. This is from night. 1996. So Ooh, here's around. a hidden gem because I'm looking through his credits right now. Maniac. Uh, yeah. uh, the movie Cooties that came out in 2014. I thought Cooties. that was low key, Cooties. very funny. It was like a, it's like a school that gets overrun by like kids that have like this little this damn virus that's going around and like the faculty is like banding all together to fight against the kids who got this. Uh, they're like kid zombies, whatever. And it's like the. Like the teachers are like grouping up to take on the kid. It, it was pretty. It was pretty. I never damn heard funny. of that one. Yeah, <laughs> I never. Heard of that. I think it might be on Hulu or something <clears throat> like that. But I remember watching that just because I was bored. I was like, "Damn, this is actually kind of damn funny." And one of them, which was one of my hidden gems a long time ago, Radio Flyer. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of Radio Flyer. I never love seen. that damn movie. Huck, Huck and Finn and Adventures of Huck and Finn. I remember watching that as a kid. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's been around. Yeah, I'm not saying it was good, but I remember watching it. I mean, he's been in a lot. He's got a lot of. He's got a huge catalog here. He's got a lot of credits. Yeah, he yeah. does. I know. He's been working his ass off. He you has all ever seen North Spy Kids? No, uh, no. North that was considered one of the I've, biggest flops of all time. But I've, I've never seen it. one Spy Kid movie in my life, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> no, the man first of, three are actually not bad. No Man of God. You guys heard of that one? I've heard, no, heard of that one. Heard of this is that. pretty recent, 2021. So he's got a huge catalog. Of course, we all love him as Frodo. I'm pretty sure that's his most popular thing. Uh, Ocean or oh, Green Street? Green Street. I never seen Green Street no, either. Never seen that one. But uh, you know, like I said, he. I feel like he nailed it with Frodo. He was perfect for Frodo, even though I didn't know much about Lord of Rings until Ryan introduced it to me. And I he never was read the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was the guy uh, who was trying to sabotage Jim Jim Carrey. Yeah, I, I was about to name I that off. I haven't seen that for a while. I think I've seen that movie once. 
Yeah, this is yeah. That was not saying it was me. bad, but I was like, okay. Was I thought that movie was brilliant. I love that movie. And he's not that old. He's only forty two years old. I, mean, I thought he was older than that. But I used to get him confused with Tobey Maguire for some reason. Like, See, I, I'm actually yeah. shocked he's that old. I thought right. he was our age. He I always mean, seemed not, my age well, when I saw him in movies. Yeah, so only four or five we, we, years we older. Close. Yeah, we, we close. Yeah, we close. Yeah, really. He would have been. Yeah, he's not that much older than us. So of course, but you know, just. Me watching Lord of Rings, I mean, they got to. I don't think we ever did Elijah Wood, and so uh, Dad and the Good Son, and you know, a couple other movies. The Last Witch Hunter. If you guys give a chance, give that one a chance. This is better than I thought. Um, and the Four Deep Impact, we all kind of like that one. But Lord of Rings alone, that's enough for me. Frodo, he, you know, he he started pissing me off here and there in a couple of parts, but uh, he was trying to turn on Sam, uh, his buddy there. But the ring was doing yeah, it. I know the ring was doing it, but I mean, it's just the fact that he. He lost trust in him, and he was always by his side. You know, and I was like, "Come on, man, Sam has got your back." You know, he's always going to be your back, no matter what. But well, Sam was just as important as Frodo. Oh heck mission. yeah, he made it. He helped him get to where he absolutely he saved him from that spider. That spider was getting ready to eat his ass. You know what I mean? And Gollum was just tricking him the whole way. You know, so um, that was just a perfect series. All three of those perfect, perfect movies, and Frodo is a huge part of all of them. So Elijah Wood for me tonight. I had to give it to him. He's been around for a while. I think he might have been a child star too. First, right? He might have been in a. Yeah. You're talking about like, the radio flyer, yeah, and yeah, flipper. yeah. That yep, was like yep, nine yep, North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So he's been working his butt yeah. off. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. He's a great actor. And then, like I said, just off of Lord of Rings alone. But I'm gonna give it to him tonight, Elijah Wood. Yeah. So nice. That was a nice little curveball. I did not see that one coming at yeah. all. Pick he's the as whitest white guy. Who is black history. <laughs> Very famous, but he's very underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, I know. he really is. Yeah. Oh man, the salute to Elijah Wood, man. I, I do love that guy, man. He's given me a lot of great memories. Oh over yeah, here, for so. sure. All right, now can I take lead on Bingeworthy because I'm actually excited about this. All right. Every Let's once play. in a while, y'all give me a recommendation. I'm like, man, some, somebody somebody nailed it on this one, and I have to say, Sean, mm-hmm. you nailed it. I've been obsessed with Shit's Creek. Oh really? The okay. Past week. Okay, good. Me and my good. wife are obsessed with this damn show. <laughs> Every episode I keep yeah. watching, I was like, "Oh my god, they keep doing the most uncomfortable things, but it's so fucking funny to watch this family live in this damn motel." Oh, that's weird, huh? Like every yeah. every episode I'm seeing like the daughter, she's doing like a community service whatever in like some like Prada shoes and some high heels with her, her with her legs all out and stuff. I was like, "Man, how the hell she dressed like that?" The son is like He's just like over the top annoying sometimes, yes, but he's, he's kind of funny at the same time. Yes, yes. I love the clerk and the friendship that they have together. And uh, overall, this this show is pretty damn funny. It is. It is. Like yeah. I think Sean described it pretty perfectly last week, man. This family that loses all their money, you know, because of some scumbag ass like manager who takes it all, doesn't pay us taxes. Next thing you know, all he has is like this town that he owns that he bought as a joke. This show is incredible. Twenty minutes. Is not enough. I right. need like our episodes of them just doing random shit <laughs> around town, man. Like yeah. uh, Eugene Levy and his son, they are perfect together. Right. Catherine O'Hara, I already told you, I had a crush on her ever since. Love Catherine I saw O'Hara. her in Beetlejuice. I was like, all right, man. She, Home Alone. Like, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. She, like, she, she is so naturally funny she in this is. show. She is. Like, Glad she's so she over the top, man. She's she she dragging. She's still like, because apparently in this show, I didn't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you told me this last week or not, but apparently she's like a 
she used to be famous for being on like a reality TV show. Oh, yeah, like that's her background. I, I don't think I knew this, that one. Yeah. In this show, and I was like, oh, okay, and it makes a lot of sense how she's kind of like milking this <laughs> along as she goes, man. She's like, she's over dramatic with every damn thing yeah. that she does. She dresses over the top, wears like the weirdest wigs, stuff, wigs and shit. She yeah. had like a wall full of wigs yeah. in the hotel room. I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm getting. And, and you feel Eugene Levy's trying to get this shit together, and everybody's just panicking and losing their shit. You know, I mean, which we all would too if you were in their spot. You know, but. Eugene Levy's trying to get it together. You see the part where he he got the sign where the dude's bending over the girl. Like, no, (laughs) it's it's his sister. (laughs) He was like, you don't think nothing wrong with this? There's something wrong with this. I don't see it. I don't see it. It's it's pretty funny, man. I enjoyed it. I I gotta admit, I enjoyed it. Chris Elliott is funny. He's funny too. This damn show. This this nasty. This is a nice little family time kind of show that they got going right here. Eugene Levy. Just bravo. Bravo. This this show is really, really something else, man. This show is funny <coughs> as hell. The only thing I get pissed about is that I keep watching it way too late at night and I don't get any sleep. Cause there, I mean, <laughs> it's like, because once my, me and my wife get obsessed with a show, we'll keep watching it and then we'll get mad at each other when one of us starts to watch an episode without the other one. So that's where we're at right now. We found another show that we can bond over sitting on a couch, man, eating dinner. It was like, all right, man, like, what episode we on right now? We got yeah. we, we got time for one more yeah. before we go to bed. Like, all right, man, we're oh, going to bed. Your, like, your wife likes it too, then, huh? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Oh, yeah she loves this show, okay, man. This good. show is funny as hell. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, binge-worthy for me this week. I have to say, you know, Sean gave a great recommendation last week, Shit's Creek, which I believe is on Hulu, Hulu I believe. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a great watch right now. And if I can give you all a double whammy, just because you know, we're prepping for Ant-Man, watch the first two Ant-Man movies. Uh, yeah, well, Get prepared for what's coming. I Which have, I thoroughly enjoyed. I, I love the first two Ant-Man movies. Because I have a couple of theories about what might happen in this new Ant-Man, but uh, we'll get to that. But I have to say, if you got Disney+, Plus, which is damn everybody that I know now pretty much has Disney+, Plus because it's relatively cheap, and they have a lot of good you know, quality shows on there, old nostalgic movies. If you like, like me, you want to watch Fox and the Hound, whatever you feel like it, that's what I'm on right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Go over to Disney Plus. Go watch the first two Ant Man movies. Hell, watch a couple other movies that got Ant Man in it. You know, Captain America: Civil War. Maybe watch uh, Endgame if you really want to get into it. Or hey, hey, just just watch Paul Rudd and Clueless if you got a chance, man. <laughs> Paul Rudd, this yeah. dude is aging like a damn vampire right, he's at this one, point, yeah. man. Like handsome man. I've never seen a handsome man like that in my life, man. White man, the, aunt, <laughs> the ages like that, man, is yeah. rare as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly the same as he did in '91. This is very impressive. I don't know what the hell his workout regimen is, but I need to find out what the hell he's been doing. That it, was kind of weird, actually, that you said go watch Clueless. Uh, during those Super Bowl commercials, yeah, yeah. you saw they had the Clueless throwback commercial. Uh, I'll admit to you, I did not watch one minute of the Super Bowl. What? what? It was a good one. It actually was pretty good. It was it was good. Like, game. What's her name? Uh, Sarah Silver, uh, Silverman? Alicia Stone. Uh, Alicia is it Silverstone? Silverstone, sorry. Oh, Alicia yeah. Silverstone. Stacey yeah. Dash didn't come up with the no, commercial. No, okay, she was not in it. I thought she got canceled. Thank God. Yeah. I that's, would like that's to see one Stacey act. Dash, though. Yeah. You know, bad personality can be a turnoff. You don't like and Stacey Dash? I did growing up. Yeah. She's beautiful, but she's dumb. She is dumb she's and stupid. She's got too much to say, yeah. And, yeah, yeah she, she is, she's actually. All you need to do is watch Mo Money. And you will, she's you will fall yeah, in love that, with Stacey Dash. That's the Stacey Dash of love. Yeah. That's a good and one. And then she start yeah. being vocal about her beliefs to stay in the public oh, eye. Yeah. She tried I, to be Republican, then she got canceled and tried to be Democrat. Now she's just liberal because nobody goes that way. Y'all ever <laughs> seen uh, the Richard Pryor movie Moving? Uh-uh. Holy shit. She was his daughter. Moved yeah. The boys, the yeah, yeah. And somebody steal, oh. his, steal all their shit. And Richard Pryor's the dad. And they move. And 
the moving truck never comes. They went to I've like, been kind of obsessed yeah. with Richard Pryor movies the past week, yeah. man. Because I just watched the toy like a couple of days ago. And I was like, how this is it great. possible that this movie you never seen made. Moving, right? I never saw Check Moving. Check it out. Stacey Dash is his daughter. And they live in, I don't know where, but they moved to Boise, Idaho. And she's his daughter. She was real young, but she was real pretty in that. So but, yeah, yeah, I remember like they they moved into a house and then like they all this shit is gone. They they like hey, we said we're taking the pool with us. Or something like that. Like they took the they whole took pool everything, out. Everything they took out. And Richard Pryor trying to be a nice guy, and he finally flips and loses his shit at the end of the movie. Starts fighting the movie. No, he turned into American Ninja <laughs> on a semi truck, flipping and shit. What Hell the yeah. fuck is going he on? He takes his tie and ties it around his head as like a ninja. He's cursing you, motherfucker. He's fighting them and shit. You know, oh, Richard Pryor is great. But Stacey Dash was in that. She was real young, like 18, 17, 18 looking. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm that, that, that might be a little. That was probably a hidden gem. Dang it. Man. Oh, man. But yeah. I, I, I have to say, man, Shit's Creek, great. Go back, watch Ant-Man. It's, it's a great trilogy right now. And Kang, the Conqueror, he's coming to fuck shit up. Yeah. I Jonathan Major is coming to fuck shit up this year. He is it not coming like to play it. around with all of us. Yeah. We better we better just learn how to love him and just get along with the rest of our lives right now, man. Because he he's gonna have his foot on our neck this year. And I have to admit, the new trailer for Creed kind of bought me in a little mm-hmm. bit more. It, it, it does it does look pretty damn solid. I was already sold, but this last and final trailer was freaking phenomenal. It was real funny. This is dude that does Instagram skits, and he always do skits on teams that lose or whatever. He's all about football and sports, and he uh, pretends to be the coach and shit. And he was pretending to be Andy Reid from the Chiefs before the game started. <laughs> he had all the players, and he he pretends to be the player. And one of the player people, Andy Reid's talking to him, he looks and he's like, who was that? And it was Jonathan Major. He's like, what you doing here? He said, I'm in everything. So, <laughs> he said, you on the team now? Okay. He's like, yeah, I'm in everything now. Yeah, he's like, all right, we're going to put you at safety. It was real funny because he was just he had like a big buff shirt on because he worked out. You know, he's super jacked up now, you know. So he might be my favorite actor right now. I like him. So oh, man, he's, he's yeah. having a good good run of it right now. So I'm hoping that he gonna, he's going to keep it going because – Kang looks like it's is like it's gonna be pretty damn good in yeah. this uh, Ant Man movie, but but I mean you get off sidetrack. Uh, yeah. Who else got they been doing? Um, Ryan, Sean, what you got? You got one, Ryan. Uh, yeah. I'm I've, I'm not nothing new. I wish I did. I made it through the current episode of Last of Us, so yeah. episode five. I'm all cut up. So it's a very good show. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Episode five was probably my favorite of this first season so far. It uh, really took a left turn in episode three when they showed the backstory of uh, two survivors who ended up uh, housing together and having a relationship. Complete curveball, I didn't see coming, but episode five is really going to tug on those heartstrings. Episode three got my heartstrings. Ooh, you ain't ready for episode five. Okay. Oh, I got to get caught up. I forgot how the last episode, I think it was like the, the two black kids had them held up. Where they were sleeping at some um, some hotel or something? Yes, that so was the last brothers. episode. That was the, that was the last episode I watched, and apparently this is like true to the game. So I have no idea what what in context like this means. So I, yeah, I, I'm lost. They're gonna right they're now. they're gonna. I was kind of lost myself, uh, especially when they had that female controlling that camp of uh, rebels, and wasn't my favorite character. But they give more backstory on her and. The two, the two uh, black actors who in, who are brothers who held the two main characters at gunpoint at the end of episode four. Episode five starts out giving you their backstory, and whew, just prepare yourself emotionally. Episode five is awesome. So I have I'll, I'm catching up on a new s- series. 
I'll go into detail of that next week, but just for this episode, The Last of Us, uh, episode five, I'm completely bought into the hype of why it's getting all this hoopla. I gotta start I, watching more. Of I'm, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm. stick this season out. I what was the last episode you watched? The second one, because the girl pissed me off so much. I was like, I don't like her. She's actually gotten more likable. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, you gotta wait it out sometimes. Man. Okay, I know this I, isn't like Obi Wan. Yeah. It does get better, and I waited really out Obi Wan. I need not because I wanted you know have more to talk about. But I was like, man, maybe I'm just this is not for me. But I'm gonna try it. I, I, maybe I'll watch the third episode because that's where I left off at when I get home. But if yeah. it's any consolation, this has the best action sequence of the series so far. Because, yeah, episode one, you had that real big set piece when they showed the infection mm-hmm. taking over the country. Then it kind of slowed the pace down for episode two, and it really does for the next two episodes after that. But the last 30 minutes of episode five is one of the best action set pieces in modern television. It, it's fantastic. And the emotional arc that you're about to go through with not only the two main leads you're familiar with, but the two brothers that are introduced in Episode 5. Uh-huh. At, they're, they're introduced at the end of Episode 4, but when you see their backstory... It's pretty dope. And, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. teaming up with uh, the Mandalorian and the young girl. Whew, you're in You're in for a roller coaster. Episode 5 is one of the best hours of television I've seen in the really? past 10 years. Wow. It's great. It's okay. Great. Usually so I, me, I'll yeah. take Ryan's word at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It must be pretty good. Uh, only thing I can tell you to watch is new is that you that the show you. I've never been interested in that show. What's this about? That's the dude who be stalking them girls and yeah. falls in deep in love, and which is ironic that women like this, but they don't like dudes to be stalking them and shit. They're always <laughs> creeped out about. The that. show's called Y O U. Yeah, Y O U. And this dude is just uh, he's a, a maniac. It's kind of sick to watch. I kind of stopped watching it because it felt like it was a little too much for me. Like he was too into these women. He likes falling in love with these girls, but he gets obsessively obsessed with these women and he knows everything he's sneaking around watching them at night change their clothes what the hell and, and it, it's just about him moving to different parts of the city now he's in some other country looks like i didn't watch any of it yet but it's very popular amongst women women love it you know i saw it on my facebook i watched now the why new do you think women love this I don't show so it. much it's kind of creepy it is because he's he's he, he even gets the girl and he still stalks the girl he'll get the girl as a girlfriend or whatever and he ends up, you know, doing stuff and whatever. But he's like a serial stalker. And, um, you know, like he plays a cool guy and all that stuff. And he's like narrating it. Or you, you're in like his him talking as he's like standing outside the window. But he's not really moving his mouth. You know what I mean? Like is it you in his, you're in his head okay. the whole movie. You know what I mean? And you're, you're wondering. He, you get to see what he sees and why he's standing in the bushes watching them as they get the mail and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just kind of creepy, but women love it. So, uh, if you didn't know it was already out and if you somehow missed it on Netflix, it's one of the first things that's going to pop up, but, uh, it's called you. It's the, the new season just came out. Um, I think last week. So yeah, so, that's a binge worthy. If you into that kind of stuff. No, I ain't into that. It, it looked like a creepy concept when yeah. I first saw it. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to watch some dude stalk <laughs> his way into a relationship. He does. He does. Stalks everybody and, uh, it just ends bad. It's very bad. So yeah. No, I'm I'm good. So, yeah. You know, Netflix. Every once in a while, they have some pretty decent that's hitting. But I saw that one. I- I saw people were obsessed with this show. Mm-hmm. I saw people talking about it all the time. I was like, nah, I don't think this is what I'm into. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to pass on that. I so. got a couple episodes in, maybe even the first season. But uh, if there's women listening who likes that kind of stuff and don't know, and I know a few who do, uh, check that out. That's going to be right up your alley. All y'all that watched all these serial killer movies and shows that have been out the last couple of months, it just be right up your alley. So, All right. Mm-hmm. Let's get to new releases. Now, not a new release, but it was a new movie that I saw this past week that – 
I think it came out the end of last year. And, of course, they had one of my favorite actors in there, uh, Sam Rockwell. And it's on uh, HBO Max. It's called See How They Run. Now, this is like a... This is basically like a whodunit kind of movie. It's kind of like a knives out. You got to find out like who's the killer of the of the movie. Now, Sam Rockwell plays this um, detective in London, and basically he's investigating um, a director who's played by Adrian Brody, one of your favorite actors, Ryan. And he's basically <laughs> he's basically sarcasm. Uh, I know it is. It's basically like the, he gets killed at this. Um, at this uh, rap party for this play that he's getting ready to direct the film for the the actual film because they're trying to end the the play and they want to start doing the film or whatever the actual like a uh, somatic uh, film or whatever and basically he gets killed somehow and then basically they're just rounding up everybody trying to figure out like who done it Sam Rockwell is the reason why I like this movie like the <sighs> I don't know why it sounds crazy, but it's kind of hard to watch a British movie sometimes because I feel like they're kind of bland as their food sometimes. Like they, they and their leave. humor is very dry. I don't. Maybe that's what it is. It's like the dry humor of it. It kind of throws me off mm. a little bit. It's not. Just, it's an acquired taste for sure. Absolutely. It, no, it's not like like me like watching Mr. Bean or something like that, where it's like that that weird dry humor where you know you really have to like kind of get it. In order to understand it, but this one was kind of like you know, Sam Rockwell. He plays it, plays it really well. I like when the reverse happens. When you know how they, how we've been saying like uh, the like foreign actors been invading America, taking over our jobs, t- doing all of our accents. It's nice that he did the complete opposite. He went over to England, did their accent, and did one of their damn movies as a lead in the film. I thought that was really good. He does a great like British accent. Sam Rockwell is very very diverse when it comes to his acting jobs. He did a great job in this film. So if you guys like watching like one of those who done it kind of films, like you like to guess like the who's the killer, that kind of thing, I think this one will be right up your alley. So this will be a nice little quick watch for you guys to watch uh see how they run. It's on HBO Max. And yeah, yeah, I think you guys will actually enjoy that. I'll probably give it like three point five, three point six out of five. That's a pretty solid movie. It, it was very entertaining. It had me guessing all the way to the end. Usually I'm pretty good at guessing the killer. I did not guess this one at all. So yeah. If you guys want something to watch this weekend, I think you should try that. This one, okay. Nice. What y'all got? I watched. I watched a, a lovey dovey movie somehow. Of course, I watched. Trying to get pinochle time. No, I, well, it, I was setting it up to pinochle time. <laughs> oh, you put uh, in brown sugar? Yeah, no. Uh, I watched uh, Your Place or Mine with Ashton Kutcher. That was the other movie I watched. I yeah, forgot with, about it. And Reese, is it Reese Witherspoon? Is Reese Witherspoon. It, yeah, and, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton, Reese Witherspoon looks good. Like man, I don't remember her being this great. I've always had a thing uh, for her. Yeah. I always have a thing where uh, I like it when they age. Yeah, she ages well. Ages very yeah, well. She like she well. can still do another legally blonde from our Hell, uh, Ashton Kutcher is younger and he looked older than her in this. I mean, like he looks like yeah, he aged like a banana. Yeah, he doesn't right look that. He looks all dried <laughs> up. But anyways, they they're like two best friends and uh, that get together and they hook up and then um, he leaves. He he ends up hooking up with her and the next day he leaves or he finds out something about her and he leaves and she goes to LA and he moves to New York and they just live their lives like that. But they're like best friends, but they only talk on the phone and uh, come to find out, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher, he's got this good job and all that stuff, but he has a trouble with women. Like he just can't keep girlfriends. He keeps like pushing them away or whatever it be because he has a crush on Reese, Reese Witherspoon. But Reese Witherspoon has no idea. She thinks they're just friends. It's a typical lovey dovey movie. Um, it was a couple funny scenes in there. You know, I, a couple little chuckles. She ends up having a son. And of course, 
Ashton Kutcher doesn't know it's his son. You know, it's 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 typical lovey dovey movie. It's not even that funny. Uh, I could see somebody might like it and say, "Oh, this is cute." You know what I mean? But uh, if you want to see Reese Witherspoon, she's very very gravy in this movie. That's about it for me. Um, I I just in and out of it. I watched all of it to the end, but. Um, I don't suggest you watch it if, unless your wife or girlfriend make you or something like that, or you're trying to get penile time on, you know, and you have to, you know, throw in your bid here. So, uh, other than that, I watched this kind of like a Valentine's day thing, watching that and, uh, see, you know, it wasn't bad, but I gave it two brownie points out of five. Damn. Um, that- I thought it would be funnier because it said, it said romantic comedy, but it wasn't that funny to me. So yeah. it's just like a run of the bill. It is. Like it didn't a- cha- nothing changed. We all know it was kind of predictable. You know, so where where did you watch this movie? On Netflix. It's Netflix. Is this a Netflix original or did it? Yeah, Netflix original. Yeah, and like I said, Reese Witherspoon, she was kind of funny to me. She's got all her son's got all these different hangups and all these different things. She he alerted to every nut and every kind of stuff and all this stuff. And and what happens is they switch places. So she moves to New York and stays in his crib, and he moves to L.A. and stays in her crib and watches her son. And that was with the whole dynamic. They had to learn how to live in each other's house and all that stuff. And, you know, she ends up hooking up with guys and Ashley Kusha got cameras in there watching her and get pinochle and all that stuff. And he's like kind of heartbroken because she don't know he's in love with her the whole time. You know what I mean? So it's like something I've seen, you know what I mean? So uh, there's another one. There's another movie that came out a long time ago. It was actually way funnier than this. It's called She's Out of My League. Oh hell yeah! You like that? It's great. That, that great. movie was great. Incredible. It's not similar to this, but it, it is in that realm. Like and basically I, yeah. the whole setup. Of like he's a five, she's a, a ten, 10 and yeah. they have to make up the difference and all that shit. And no, yeah. I, I laughed yeah. my ass off. Funny that movie. as hell. I remember that movie title. Who's in? She's uh, out of my life. Uh, Jay uh, something. Else. He was in uh, This Is the End with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, he was a uh, skinny James dude Franklin. that was his friend. Oh okay, yeah, yeah and. Uh, it was hilarious. It was him hilarious. And, uh, Alice Eve. Uh, She's gravy too in this movie. Yeah. What's that one dude that was in a uh, Deadpool? Um, Something Miller. Is it CJ Miller? Yeah, yeah he's the one that like he he said uh, Ryan Reynolds was being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, CJ Miller. I think yeah, yeah. CJ Miller was in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Kristen Ritter. Yep, yep. Like, like, rest. She's like the poster of like resting bitch face. Hell yeah! <laughs> like, it basically, it's older, but it made me think about in the same realm. Uh, it's just that this is way funnier with that the movie. Uh, she's out of my league, so he ends up getting a girl who's way out of his league. It would never happen in real life. I mean, I guess it could, but the way he was loafing, he's driving an old nineteen ninety two neon the whole movie and shit, and she's like this big time. You know, business lady and shit, and he ends up getting her. And it, but it's funny though; it's a funny. It, it was very, funny. very funny. I, yeah. I was laughing my ass off. Hell yeah! That so movie, so great. Yeah. That's a great rom com. That's it, a nice little hit, Jim. Right yeah, there, right? yeah, yeah. She's out of my league. But uh, this one, two brownie points. Your place or mine? I can see somebody maybe uh, in the, in the uh, you know the wide chromosome area liking this one uh, more than me. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Not a not a huge fan of. It. I just took one for the team. I'm sorry. I had to I had to give it a try. I, I've been saying I was going to watch new stuff that I typically wouldn't watch, uh, so uh, I gave it a try and uh, didn't do much for me. So, but yeah, coincidentally, my wife made me watch that as well. I saw that it came out, but I was like, yeah, I don't really care to really watch this movie. Yeah. And I watched. I was like, like it's. It's nothing new. Yeah, it's really. the same storyline. Yeah. Like, oh man, he's really in love with her, but he's too damn dumb to tell her. Right. And next, you know, right. they end up getting together at the mm-hmm. end, realizes that they love one. Like, all right, man, like, hey, who didn't see this one? I coming? know, very predictable. So. Very predictable. Yeah. The the son was kind of annoying. Annoying as shit. He couldn't do anything. 
You know, I was so. like, dude, what's up with y'all, man? Why are y'all doing to these 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 kids, these child actors, man? Making them look like stupid and incompetent. That's, that's the way the kids most are annoying, now, kid, annoying kid on the phone. There are some cool kids out there, man. That that do like sit back, mind their business, and you know they're not trying to you know be cock blocker to their mom trying to get some. You know, it happens. They they, they, they exist. They're out there because they, they know Valentine's Day coming. Like, hey, mom, gonna have a date. Mm-hmm. I got to get out the way. I'm about to go to my room, like play some Xbox or something. I got to, I got to get out the way. Like, yeah, they're not, they don't always have to be the same annoying ass kid who asks questions, who doesn't have any friends. He's reclusive. Like, I know they like to paint that picture. Like all kids are like that nowadays, but and no. all these kids got all these different setbacks. So he's got all these, you know, different things he can't have and can't do. And he yeah, goes, he was like Thomas J. Yeah, he's learned to everything. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was like. Yeah. Or he's real fragile. Don't do this to him. And he, and of all things, the dude plays hockey. Like, all right, man, he's fragile as hell, but he wants to play hockey. That's the last sport he needs to be playing, you know. So it was typical, like you said. It was just something new, and I think, you know, if we got some people that want to watch that, then go give it a try, but it was just wasn't for me. So I think yeah. you might have saved me two hours, Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe Ashton Kutcher, because I like Ashton Kutcher, but he wasn't even that funny. So I can't remember the last movie Ashton Kutcher was in that I thought was good. Except for the Bernie Mac movie where he was. Then that was like, what, yeah, way 15, back. 20 years yeah, ago? Bernie Mac was still alive, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, I like him. 70s show, I like him in that. He's, you know, but I don't think he's that funny, so. Yeah, because I know he got this show on Netflix, The Ranch. Yeah. They, yeah. like, he makes, like, his little, his little small little appearance in uh, this 90s show or whatever, that 90s that show. enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his his wife, like, like yeah, she's still a pretty good actress, but him, I'm like, yeah, he leaves a lot to be desired at this point. I, I thought that he was going to be a much bigger like movie star than what he is right now. Right now, he's like a tech, mm-hmm. he's like a tech investor, or whatever. So I know he makes a lot of money that way, being in Silicon Valley. But him as an actor, just is like, yeah, he's just like below average. I'm not very impressed. Not me neither. No, yeah. I, I, I wish his career was a lot better. Maybe he should have got like a much better project. Even him trying to play Steve Jobs, that was just kind of like, ugh, I don't know about that. Like I, I feel like he swung for the I didn't fences. even like that one that much. I was I like the I, I one feel, with uh, Michael Fassbender. I feel like that was a superior movie. Yes, I remember him starting off kind of hot. I mean, we were, he had dude, where's my car? Kind of movies like that, which was I remember watching that, thinking that was decent back then. You know, I really but, thought Punked was going to be his peak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really did. I yeah. was like, Punk. I never. Yeah, I just thought he was a uh, a pretty face, a, a pretty funny celebrity. I never thought he's the next big movie star. I never thought that. I I, Mila Kunis might have a better. You know, uh, career than him. Yeah, I, I, I guessed, and I was wrong. I guessed that Aston Kutcher was going to be on the path that Ryan Reynolds is now. Oh no, yeah, because Ryan Reynolds is starting out the exact same way. Those little uh, teenage movies, whatever, just being the goofball, funny guy in every damn movie. Because for a while, Ryan Reynolds was playing the same fucking character in every single movie until he got like. Deadpool and a few other serious roles, and now he can pretty much do that however he wants to. Yeah, now. I feel like Ashton Kutcher was trying to go down that path, but he didn't find that one role that actually stuck. Yeah. I heard he made a lot of money in investments. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what he does so, now, yeah, which is fine. So, yeah, so I don't think he really uh, made acting gigs his main priority. Well, if that's the case, you should just stop acting and just I keep investing because his acting is just like, ugh. It's like average at best. Uh, yeah, he, he better learn how to dance or tell a joke or something. He's not, because this shit ain't funny to me. Live he, off those seventy show residuals. Yeah, he was funny on that. You know, I liked him in that. But he's not. He's not. He's not an A lister, like you said, Tommy. He's yeah, not one even of those when ones. he did like a Two and a Half Men, 
I watched like a couple of episodes. I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, without Charlie Sheen, that was it for me. I used to watch that. Like when Charlie Sheen was done, I was like, ah, this is not good anymore. So they're gonna bring Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, in. he does not have the same pizzazz. Charlie Sheen just looks like he didn't give a damn, and they just let him do whatever the hell he wanted, you know. So Ashton Kutcher didn't fill in for him good enough for me. So uh, that's Charlie Sheen was all coked out and all that shit. He was still better than Ashton Kutcher, you know. So Charlie Sheen was. Um, used to be a movie star. Movie star. Yeah, <laughs> 80s, 90s. <laughs> he was the top of the A-list. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he's, had, he's had one of the more interesting careers of For all time. Sure. Oh, his career still ain't over, so yeah. Where, where's he done? Uh, where's he at? This, he's, I think he's beating HIV. Yeah, I'm about to say, I know he got HIV. <laughs> he does, yeah. Oh, uh, no. he's, he's Tiger not... Blood, maybe it calmed him down. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't heard a thing from him. That's a good thing. That, that yeah. is a good thing. Like yeah, drugs destroyed his until his I appearance. get like a TMZ alert on my phone saying like Charlie Sheen died and like yeah. some I'm not looking forward to that. Or not like overdosed. No, no, I'm I'm just hoping that he's just staying quiet, just staying out the way, and just maybe not get his life together, but just go live your life, man. Winning, <laughs> so, yeah. well, he won. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't scoff at that. He's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, right? Just just living your life. Hey, like, look at his nose, man. You know he does a lot of coke. Yes, man. he does. Wow. He's he, he self-admitted. Yeah, he claims he's had one of the best rock star runs ever. Yeah. Banging well, girls, doing hard drugs. Man, he, he lived that life. Man, he's paying for it now. Oh, HIV. Man. Real quickly, I finally got a chance to watch the latest film from the, the film director who uh, made me fall in love with movies. That is Mr. Steven Spielberg. I try to make it a uh, priority to see anything that man directs and. Not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of the past ten years of Steven Spielberg. I was oh, you didn't like West Side Story? Never watched. I, that's one of the few I ha- didn't watch. I'm not a big musical movie guy. You didn't like Ready Player One? Did not like Ready Player One. Damn, and I was excited for it. I really liked. I really I, liked I, I that didn't. movie. I, I, that was a movie I I expected to love, and ended up only mildly enjoying. It was too cartoony. I expected to be more immersed coming from Steven Spielberg. It, it really felt like it was a really uh, cartoonish by the books, no pun intended, adaption of one of the more popular books of all time. And uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, there was a couple of co-workers that I had who were real big book nerds and they were so pumped about this movie because they said that was one of their favorite books. And even they didn't really enjoy it that much. They were kind of let down. I, I didn't, well, I, I expected more with all the hype of that book. And the premise of it alone, I thought I would enjoy Ready Player One a lot more than I did. I did enjoy uh, the the Shining sequence quite a bit, but I need more than that for it to be a whole movie. Um, but I digress. Um, the Fablemans, which is uh, now out for uh, digital streaming. I don't think it's available for rental yet. Is that the one about Steven Spielberg's uh, dad? Yes, his okay. childhood growing up, and uh, there. Oh right. yeah, the one with uh, Paul uh, Dano. 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 Yep. Is it Dano or Dano? I think you're right. I think it's Dano. I think because he was a, he was a Riddler in the uh, the Batman movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. I he, like him. He's he's a really he's good actor. he's a great actor. He's he's on a nice little run. He's to me the highlight of the movie. I heard a lot of hoopla about <coughs> uh, Spielberg's mom's character Michelle Williams, but for me, Dano was the character, and. Um, I liked it, didn't love it. Uh, I'll probably give it a 7 out of 10 myself. Worth watching. Uh, I would think this would have been more of a classic movie 
saying that this is one of the best filmmakers of all time, and he's making a movie about what made him fall in love with movies and how he got into the film industry. Uh, I found myself not liking the young Steven Spielberg character more so than uh, than I expected, uh, as he's one of the more outspoken Jewish members of the filmmaking community and his struggles dealing with being a Jew growing up in the 50s and 60s uh, is kind of uh, he painted with too broad of strokes with this movie I, I really the anti-semitism he experienced in high school and the bullying I'm sure some of it's true but I expected something more realistic from Spielberg this felt more like a movie version of a high school coming of age movie that's hmm. stereotypical bullies who ended up uh, befriending him at the end. And he actually shows his mom video footage they shot on camping trips to tell her that, uh, I know you're cheating on dad. I thought that was a big dick move, but still worth watching. Uh, just for Paul Dano acting alone. And, uh, one of the modern filmmakers, by the name of David Lynch, he shows up towards the end playing legendary filmmaker John Ford, who uh, most people think is probably the best film director of the 30s and 40s. Uh, Just that five-minute scene alone that ends with him telling young Steven Spielberg, get the fuck out of my office, (laughs) that's that's worth watching alone. So The Fablemans, worth watching, slightly disappointed. I expect a little bit more from Spielberg telling his version of his childhood but enjoyable. I don't think you'll be bored at all watching. Uh, good fast food meal, even though I expected a steak dinner. Hmm. It, was, it was good. Yeah, I don't think you ever wanted to say like he just makes like a good movie. I feel like he's one of those directors that kind of like swing for the fences a little bit. He does. It, I mean, I thought. Um, it's I like thought saying, Lincoln like, was like good. how we were saying a couple weeks ago. Like just saying Eddie Murphy was cool in the movie, it feels like a slap in the face. A little bit. I don't ever want to hear like you know, a Steven Spielberg movie was just cool. Now, granted, we had like the you know the Indiana Jones fiasco, Indiana Jones four. So yes. yeah, like like every once you don't always uh, as you say you don't always you know knock it out of the park. He didn't knock it out of the park on that one. He tried his damnedest, but that was definitely one of those things. I was like, man, what the hell is he doing to his legacy? It felt like he was doing George Lucas a favor with that. CGI gophers. I hated Indiana Jones 4 so much. Well, we all can't can't like it. No, especially with somebody who's made 30-plus movies at this point. They're not all going to be home runs. But even though we want them to be, uh, they, they can't all be home runs. Yeah. Now, who would you give it as a grade? Seven out of ten. I give it seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. It was just cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty decent. It was good. I thought, good. I thought. I thought for sure I would love this movie, and this was okay. I gotta go back and put this on my top ten list for twenty twenty two, but it wasn't, and it, it was a disappointment at the box office. It didn't really get a good word of mouth or good buzz, but it was good. It was good. I I'm, I don't regret watching it. If it wasn't for my high expectations for Spielberg, maybe I would probably would have enjoyed it more. But it was good. Uh, Seth Rogen gives uh, a good role in this as well. Yeah, he's kind of the one who's having an affair with this fictional Steven Spielberg's mom in this. But um, I'm a little bit shocked that uh, one of the, if not the most successful director of all time, he's top three. Um, he would make his teenage character in this movie so unlikable. That was what I found. Maybe that was the point. Maybe he didn't like himself as a teenager. 
And maybe he regrets that, but he's somebody who's always infused in his movies how big of an impact his parents' divorce had on him. So the way they portray this teenage character going about what's leading up to that divorce, I was a little disappointed in. Uh, But yeah, uh, very Jewish um, viewpoint in this movie. And I know there's a big anti-Jew community out there, so they know this movie's not for them. And I'm sure that Spielberg is not uh, is is trashing their name, but <coughs> it's, it's worth watching. Fableman's definitely worth watching, even though it, it didn't quite live up to my high expectations. What streaming service is it on? It's uh, not on there yet. You have to actually buy it digitally, uh, so you can buy it digitally. Uh, oh no, I ain't got time band. for that. I know a guy that can get me. <laughs> exactly, was, exactly. Yeah, I'll talk to him after the podcast. <laughs> you <laughs> he, he, he gonna hook me up. I don't need, I don't need all that. I don't for sure, it. for sure. Oh, I just got my tax money back, and I ain't, I ain't wasting my money on no <laughs> damn digital copy of Secrets. Yeah. No, I'm good. You're one of the eight million who got their refund back already. Oh, no, oh, yo, yeah, man. It, mm. I do my taxes every year myself for like the past. I don't know, 10 years now? Really? I did mine too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm damn near a professional at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, as, soon as, I, as soon as I got my W-2s, I'm like, all right, baby. I got the taxes. Don't worry about all this. See, I got my W-2s from my current job about a week ago, but uh, I did switch jobs at the beginning of 2022, and, of course, my psycho ex-boss has not sent anybody's W-2s. Yeah, what a I, dick move. He, he is. Yeah, I had one of my old coworkers call me a couple of days ago out of nowhere. I haven't talked to this guy in like three or four months. He's like, you get your W's in panic mode. Sixty-year-old white man, straight panic mode. Yeah, people trying to get their damn money back. That's serious. Me hard. included. Me included. That is that, that is a big ass dick move, man. Yeah, oh, man. He I, is. I can't say because that's why his company's not in business anymore. Because you're supposed to be giving out the W2s before like the end of January. Yeah, you got to, to twenty-six or twenty-four or something like that to give them out. It's like a law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, y'all better hire a private investigator to find this motherfucker. He probably at the casino gambling all y'all damn money. <laughs> I saw him out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Ryan. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you, you you should be getting it. It's pretty soon here. So. Oh, man. But, I yeah. hope. Now, where are we at now? Y'all seen any crazy headlines this past week? Do y'all really want to talk about Ant-Man just a little bit? We can. Do y'all, I need to watch because I, yeah. I got I got a couple of theories, but I want to see if either one of y'all had like a crazy theory because you know I, I I'm I'm batting a pretty high percentage on getting some of my theories right, they man. Because I I've been proud of myself with the Killmonger one. I'm still gonna pat myself on the back for that one. I don't know what to expect with this. I don't know other than because I, I need maybe we should go watch Loki again or do we need to watch Ant Man? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, going back to watch Loki, I think there's small details in there where they do kind of give you hints on. Like what exactly his power is, as far as like being like a keeper of like a timelines or something right. like that. But but my first, I guess I don't know if you want to call. Well, I'm gonna call it a crazy theory. I think Tom Cruise is gonna make a cameo in this film as an alternate version of Iron Man. What? <laughs> now nah, that's remember, out there. Now, now remember all those rumors that he was originally supposed to play Iron Man, but ended up going to Robert Downey. Yes. Yeah. Think about it. Tom Cruise looks exactly the fucking same as he did like 12 years ago yes, when, uh, when this shit's jumped off. Him making a small cameo in a Marvel movie as as Iron Man on Earth 839 or whatever the hell it is is supposed to be where Iron Man is still alive and he hasn't died from the sacrifice. That would be pretty fucking dope. Tom Cruise, he, he single-handedly saved cinema for me, in my mind, with that Top Gun movie. He brought everybody back into theaters. He really- what's, what's a greater thank you to say, hey, Tom, 
you got about 15, 20 minutes to do this little cameo shot. Like, you could be Iron Man in this alternate universe so everybody can get all excited and come out to see Ant-Man. I absolutely can see that shit. I would love to see that. Theory number two, I think Loki's going to make a cameo in this one. Now, that sounds a little more realistic in my eyes. I can see Loki making a cameo. Now, this is a long-distance Hail Mary, like, thrown from the 30-yard line of the other opponent's field. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think Robert Downey is going to make a cameo as Iron Man as a flashback moment. I know they try to do those flashback moments of they just use old footage and as like a flashback and then get like an actor's credit, kind of like how uh, Hugh Jackman did like the Deadpool thing in uh, Deadpool 2 where he did like the timeline thing of going back to erase that shitty ass X-Men Origins Wolverine movie. By killing... Shot himself in the back of the head. Yeah, like, like getting him in there. I think they're going to have like a quick little flashback of Iron Man in this one. I think Marvel has gotten so desperate lately because they're getting a lot of feedback over the last year or so that their movies aren't like as good as they used to be, and the TV shows kind of left us, you know, wanting a little bit more. Like you kind of slip in a little bit. I think they gotten so desperate to the point where they might have to ask Robert Downey just to make a quick little cameo. Um, if they try to jumpstart this to say, "Hey, Iron Man is back," and we had a whole another universe, another timeline, that's not as far fetched as I think it would be. Now, granted, it will kill the whole momentum that they have of uh, giving him the proper send-off. And to bring him back is kind of like a panic move. The same way I felt like bringing Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine was a panic move for Deadpool 3. But I get it. People love the ending of Logan. I love the ending of Logan. I like how they sent him off with the warrior's death, the one thing he always wanted all his life. But bringing him back it always feels like a panic Like a pal- uh Palpatine. Palpatine, yeah. Bringing him back, I feel like it was a fucking panic. That was because bad, You have man. lazy writers that don't know how to fix a problem of making a good story. I think Marvel is having a universe problem right now. Ever since Endgame, it's been kind of like 50-50 on the movie side. Did Which, y'all, I, mean, um, I mean, did y'all actually love Shang-Chi? No. It was cool, but we didn't decent. love it like that. Yeah, no. Then, of course, you had Black Widow. Then you had uh, The Eternals. We got to talk about it. We know about it. Still the only Marvel MC movie I have yet to see. It's fine. And then, you know, of course, we got uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, Dr. which Strange. was amazing. Doctor Strange great. in there. Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange was really good. Yeah. And I feel like there was another one that Black I missed. Black Widow. Uh, you said Black, Black Widow. Widow. I said Black Widow. There might be another one that I'm missing. Obviously, Ryan, I'm kind of on your side. We can't count Dr. Morbius. Strange. Morbius, no. Hell no, no. We can't count Morbius or Venom in any, in any of we that can't, shit. We can't. That's like uh, the equivalent of counting um, the Hugh Jackman X-Men movies. Black. Different movie studio That's using fair. Marvel characters. That's fair. But and even the shows, they haven't been like the greatest. Like Mrs. Marvel, uh, I, I wasn't that impressed. It was cool. I See, like, I, I'm impressed that you even gave that a chance. I knew that show would not be for me. I, just, I feel like I had to watch it. I feel like it was an obligation because they're going to link it into the, the Marvels. Oh, yeah. What kind of forever? We didn't put. What kind of forever? Yeah. That's the other one. So, um, but so yeah, that what ended, kind of that was, was very four. good. Yeah, that's a good end of Phase Four. Um, I've watched that twice since it's been on HBO uh, Disney. Yeah, it's yeah. still hard to watch because every it's once in a while, like I get I get thug teary. My dad called me and said they watched it, and he was like, "I like this better than the first one, Sean." I was like, "Ooh, I don't know, Dad." He's Did like, he watch the first one? Yeah, he watched both, and he said, uh, "He said the first one, you know, I, I was in and out. I wasn't really paying attention that much." But this one, I was in it the whole time, so I really like this Black Panther too. I'm, like I said, I put that number one on my list. I love Wakanda. Um, I don't. I think it's it's a, overall it might be a better movie just because I really do have a problem with the ending of the original Black Panther. I I it 
kind of re- what's wrong with it? You mean like he went? I to don't the, like the CGI rhinos coming about the ground, and uh, it's better than the whole dragon in Shang Chi. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, you, yeah you, it is. You'll that, get over. You'll get over it, it very quickly. But I still the first ninety or hundred minutes of that movie, the original Black Panther, are some of the best of all time. Me just ex- wanting the more of the martial arts side of Black Panther. I would have liked to just seen more of a less CGI finale. I, I did enjoy the small scale where it was just Wakandans fighting forever or Wakandans fighting each other. And it wasn't uh, them fighting uh, against uh, a huge army of CGI characters. Thank God for that. But I didn't want to see Killmonger and Black Panther fighting in CGI with the CGI train. I would, I would have liked to see something more akin to the fight scenes in the in Creed, also directed by Black Panther. Directly. I will agree. Like the train scene, it was a little bit like eh. it was. A little, it was a little much. I, I I wanted more, but don't get me wrong. It was kind of like a Neo and a Agent Smith and, and uh, Matrix Two. Mm-hmm. Like they're fighting in the rain. I was like, yeah, something about oh, this. Matrix Three. Yeah, it was a little bad. That was pretty bad. It wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but it was kind of like, yeah, this is the best y'all got. I, I I want a little bit more. And there's one of the uh, I could I couldn't help but notice it upon seeing it. What. Marvel's notorious for having scenes and trailers that don't make the movie. And one of the best mo- movie moments of my life was the advertising for that original Black Panther. Especially trailer number two, which played before Thor Ragnarok. And there's one scene that trailer, once they start introducing Michael B. Jordan, where he says, uh, well, he says it's time for the world to start over. And they start. He, he's coming in there. And they show one of those jets do a, a wicked-ass move and shoot a rocket i don't know why that wasn't in the movie go back and watch that original that black panther trailer where it says it's time for the world to start over don't 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 i'm gonna burn it all it, it, that trailer just gives me goosebumps thinking about it but there's a partner area where, the, where michael b jordan they show that that jet that uh martin short flying in the end it does a move that's not in the in the movie i don't know why but i digress but i loved it um ant-man this is one of the more interesting box office movies I'm be paying attention to because even though Marvel movies in Phase Four got a lot of flack critically and uh, online buzz wise, they're still making money hand over fist. And this is the third Ant Man movie, and we can go to this. We're not talking about quality; we're just talking about box office gross. You look at Iron Man. Trilogy, Captain America Trilogy, Thor, which is a quadrilogy at this point, but Thor Ragnarok uh, uh, was the third one, and Spider-Man 3 made three movies. All the Marvel MCU characters who got three movies or more, their third movie was always the highest grossing up to that point. It always made more than number two. So Iron Man 3 made more than the first two. Really? Thor 3 made more than the first two. Spider-Man 3 uh, No Way Home was one of the biggest box office grosses of all time. Thor Ragnarok way, made way more money than the Dark World Thor 2. Oh, that wasn't hard to do. That Dark World was so hard. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel of MCU. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to see if this fatigue is real. Because even though we've been talking, even though even Thor 4 got a bad rap, very mixed reviews, it still made a shitload of money. It made a shitload of money, but even, uh, it, it was just... I'm interested because Ant-Man 1 and 2, those box office grosses 
are nowhere close to those other series I was just mentioning. Maybe Iron Man, or maybe um, I think the first Ant Man made about fifty million opening weekend, which is pretty solid. Solid, and then Ant Man two probably made close to. I think that was close to seventy eighty million. It was close to it was like sixty five seventy. I think it was. Still, I think this one is. I think this one can easily clear eighty million. Easily, I, if if it if it doesn't cross that, it's a it's a disappointment. And I because I feel like they're really selling out this whole. Playing it in a 3D, I don't think they really advertise that much in the 3D on the first two ones. This Not one, they're that. really going out. They in the are. 3D it, one. It's because Ava- they, Avatar came out a couple months ago. They were banking That's a good on point. that same Avatar 3D hype that happened back in 2009. Good point. When people were obsessed with seeing movies in 3D because they thought all of 3D movies would look as cool as Avatar. Yeah, right. And what a fools we were. Yeah, what Piranha 3D. We were. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> Three <thing>. double D. <laughs> that's, no, that's no, a, I don't, I don't, it was bad. No, no, I can go I can go home, man. I want to see some titties. It, it, it was bad. So, yeah, I, I'm very interested. And I think if it, it, 80, million, 80 million is a is a damn good gross, but I can't help but think that would be slightly a disappointment. And it's strange to say, but $80 million is might actually be considered a disappointment nowadays. Yeah, but just it, is, for this. it is Ant-Man. He wasn't one of the bigger, like, uh, franchises. Good, good point. Good point. So so to say, like, $80 million for Ant-Man, that is pretty damn solid. And, in fact, if he can outdo what he did on the second one, that is a plus for Marvel at this point. And the fact that they actually made Ant-Man 1 and 2, I think both those movies probably grossed over $200 million uh, domestically. That's phenomenal as it is. So he's this is... Uh, a uh, C-level character at best that we we've come to love, and um, I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. I'm sure you guys have heard some of the mixed reviews online uh, leading up to this movie. I Except, don't. I, I try not to watch the reviews because I accidentally hear stuff that I don't want to hear. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, anything. I don't, really I don't listen different. to anything. It is spoiler. insane. All right, listeners, just do what I do before you go to a movie like this. Stay off YouTube. Please. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I know they try to give like this spoiler free review, but that's really hard to do. That's yeah, like it's very hard. Ryan, like Ryan, like like he said, Sean tried that with Candyman. He failed. <laughs> he failed horribly. I got, I got oh. too excited. You know? Still so, the, still the highlight of Cinemax of mine for me. <laughs> he told the whole damn movie. Sorry, oh my man. God. I don't uh, I don't think there's anybody laughing in America more than me listening to that <laughs> podcast. I was laugh oh my he just uh, kept going. <laughs> I even I even said Oh yeah, and then Tony Todd shows up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is the case, I even read off the credits and shit. Yeah. Like damn, Sean. I feel, like I, I feel like I was right there with you. Yeah, no. Just in case you wanted to watch it, but no, I felt like you did go, didn't you, Tommy? I still went, oh, and okay. it was still damn good. Yeah, yeah. it was still very good because you gave away a couple of things, but even then, seeing it, it still shocked me. Just like I I saw that scene in Hereditary, even though you told me about oh, it, man. it still shocked me. It, watched, didn't, it didn't lose its effect knowing uh, that it was still coming. But I watched that again over the weekend. So. You watched Hereditary? What? Oh, my yeah, Lord. Yeah. You have company at least? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out. Oh, he was out, scared. He I wanted to watch to, it. I wanted to figure somebody. out something more. I wanted to figure out some more stuff. Because we talked about it at work. And I was like, man, I want to go back and look. And I was just trying to figure out some more stuff. And it's on HBO Max. And it was right there in my, in my face. So I watched it. So When I watched it the second time, did you notice that hereditary mind you uh-huh. when when they go up into that tree house at the end and um the grandma and the mom are decapitated yeah they're facing one way but once they crown him as the they the turn. demon uh-huh. yeah the, the dead decapitated by his turn so they're bowing towards him i know it's that in a second i thought that was just it made it extra right. disturbing 
very disturbing. That, that's that's a disturbing yeah. that's, movie. Never seen so much evil in a movie in my life. I can't watch that movie. <laughs> I just can't. Oh my yeah, god! If yeah. my wife said, "Hey, you want to watch Red Terror?" I'm like, "Don't you bring that evil!" It's like I, <laughs> I am never gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might start crying because that movie scarred me so damn bad. Oh, <laughs> it, it's very scarred. Yeah. No, that that it just tells you that it was a very good actress. Tony yeah, Collette, yeah. Tony Collette is a very good actress, but damn it, man, that that movie is disturbing. Yeah, you ever seen so Tammy years. with uh, Jennifer? Is it what's her name? McCarthy? Jennifer? Is it, is it Big Lady? Oh, uh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Melissa, there we go. Tony Collette played in that, and I didn't even know it. She, she pl- was. She was the her boyfriend's mistress. Remember, she came home and she caught them eating I barely, dinner. I barely remember that movie. I was like, "Damn, that's Tony Collette." She was real. Sk- I mean, she didn't even look like herself at that time. But you remember when Tony Collette was in like the third Triple X movie? Uh uh-uh. uh With uh, Vin I, Diesel. Triple X. I only seen like the first oh one. those trailers. You sit oh, down. Oh, when he the, was skiing the re- through the trees. Yeah, the return of Xander oh Cage. my, that was one of the. I, I never watched it. And I watched the Ice Cube sequel without Vin Diesel, which that was terrible. It was bad, but I'll be. Damn, if I, don't you, don't I was you not, dare say it. I wasn't bored. I, yeah. I was I was not bored. Well, that's it. But you, it's a bad you lost about yeah. 50 fans on that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, he liked Vin Diesel oh, and fucking Triple X. Like, no, nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't trusting him. What would him. you say is the best Vin Diesel movie? I mean, I guess you're going to say any of the Fast series, but would you? Would no, you, I would actually say of uh, don't Pitch, Pitch Black. Pitch Black is maybe number two. Um, and don't y'all start internet movie. My favorite Vin Diesel will be my hidden gem for the night, actually. Oh, I, I bet you I can well, probably guess. Don't. It. All right, let's guess. I'm, I'm changing subjects just so, right, so we can get to yeah, that. Yeah, Give yeah, us well, some hints when we get to it. Yeah. My One of my favorite movies, I think I can put this in my top five, is getting a re-release in theaters. And I've been shitty for the past two weeks. It didn't look like Fort Wayne was getting it. But me checking Fandango last night, Crouching Tiger. Hidden Dragon. Oh. It's getting a re-release? Th- it's getting a 4K re-release. Not bad. And I right. might... I'll, I'll see what... If you guys don't have free time... If you guys do have free time Saturday around 6 or 7, it's on me. Because if As long as I don't go broke before Saturday, if you guys are interested... Because <coughs> did you guys see Crouch Dark Hidden Dragon in the theaters? No. no. I saw it on video. Yeah, I wait for it to come yeah. out in Blockbuster. You guys missed missed out. This is uh, just like seeing. You, it, this is a must see on the big screen. This would be like uh, watching uh, Avengers for the first time on video. I would love to see that night. <coughs> to, um, uh, that's a, not that's not, a, not Avengers. I'm talking about uh, Crouching Tiger. To watch that in uh, IMAX. Same same here. That, I, that will look pretty incredible. Absolutely. I I might have to if I'm not broke by Saturday. I might have to go see it in the theater again because I'm. I want to feel that experience. You better go hunt down your boss, get your W. (laughs) (laughs) This guy probably fled the country at this point. He's got a hit on his head. He owes so many people money. Yeah, he's he's up Shit's Creek. Well, one like one group of people you never want to owe money to is the IRS. Ain't that the truth? They gonna get that. They gonna be be on your ass like skinny jeans, man. (laughs) (laughs) They gonna be on you. Yeah, you're getting out of that. Yeah, so oh man, it'll Um, be like a fifteen dollar bill turned into like five thousand after a year. Only I don't owe them nothing. Uh, Good point. What you guys think about this? I texted you that air movie with um, Matthew. Damn, I forgot about that. All right, because we got we got to talk about a couple of trailers before we get past. All right. Now, the Air movie, that's basically the story about uh, um, how Phil Knight tries to persuade, well, not even Phil Knight, apparently Matt Damon plays like a a sales representative right. that he hires in to try to 
get in a big athlete, and the big athlete was uh, Michael Jordan. Right. So this is the premise of the movie. Basically, there's like the story of how they swayed Michael Jordan to come to Nike. Yeah. Well, well, you remember in the last dance, he was saying he was going to go to Converse because Nike at the time wasn't in basketball. They were just track and like af- like track shoes and yeah. stuff like that. They didn't have a Shit. signature shoe. That reminds yeah. me because I think we all seen uh, the the Lakers uh, show that was on uh, HBO. Yeah, Max. yep, yep, it was on yeah. Now, yeah. was that a true story that uh, Phil Knight went to uh, Magic Johnson first to try to get him to come over to Nike, but I Magic Johnson went to Converse? So. I don't know if it's true or not. Because that, I remember but... Magic Johnson saying something in the interview saying that like he uh, he didn't have much money to offer him, so instead he he uh, offered him stock in the company. Yeah, he, that would equate to like... Six hundred million, six hundred some million, and yeah. he said, "Like, yeah, he regrets that." I was yeah, like, "Is that true?" That's got to be. It, true. it is true. It's got to be. It true. is true. He and Ma- Magic Johnson didn't. Nike was nothing. Nike was just up it was, and coming. It was, yeah, Nike, no, they didn't have yeah. anything. But you know, the Jordans that they did make him, he didn't. I don't even think he was allowed to wear them because they didn't have. They originally made the white toes, which ones? I, I actually own these, the white toe uh, OGs. And or the black, they might have been black toe OGs. Yeah, and he wasn't allowed it because they said the Bulls said they didn't like him wearing them. Remember, and he, he it was it was like, it, it was NBA. Yeah, the commissioner oh, the wouldn't NBA. let him wear yeah, those. Yeah, shoes. yeah. So the first ones they made it, he had to wear the other ones, which was the white toe ones. And then he said it was making his foot bleed or something like that. He was like he had bloody socks every time he yeah. took his. No, no, no. Was he, it those? Um, he had bloody socks when he wore those. His last year with the Bulls. Okay, so yeah. his last game at Madison Square Garden in 1998, he wore those Jordan the ones. The OGs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he said, yeah, he, he said, yeah, they were completely uncomfortable right, and he right. was bleeding by halftime. Yeah, they're not a lot of cushion on them. I mean, I own a pair. They're not, they're not meant for comfortability, I can tell you that. Usually Jordans really aren't that comfortable. Some of the ones I've owned, these, these are pretty comfortable. I got one here. But um, I'm interested in watching it because there's a lot of stars. Viola Davis in there. I saw Marlon Wayans is in there. I'm like, damn, he's got a lot of – Yeah, Chris Tucker Chris popped Tucker, up. Yeah, they got some decent – And, yeah, uh, anytime – Ben Affleck ben directs Affleck a movie. Yeah. I will. I will watch. He's that a looks, great director. That looks good. That looks I, good. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, because um, yeah, I, I remember we were talking about that a couple weeks ago before the Super Bowl. We were talking about the movies that are supposed to be premiering trailers at the Super Bowl. That was the one I was looking forward to the most. Slightly underwhelmed. I, I, it, it felt really cookie cutter to me. Really? Like, yeah. It was, we got the name Michael Jordan. We got. Did we watch cat- the same trailer? We did, but it's just. Maybe it's just because I'm a Jordan fanatic. So I, I, maybe it's just me. I'm not a fanatic about Jordan, but I'm more of a fanatic for Ben Affleck projects. As am I. I'm, I'm a fan, Matt, so Matt, I expected this trailer to Matt Damon. I'm kind of like, yeah. but if I see Ben Affleck, I'm like, all right, man. I I love Ben Affleck. Whenever he's in a movie, actually. I support him so hard. Maybe because I'm just clinging to, hey, he wasn't that bad as Daredevil. Maybe I'm on that train and I just refuse <laughs> to hop off. I was like, you I need to get off his back. I vouch for that movie. Good for you. No, I, I, Under, I do, underrated movie. Underrated. I, I love that original. I Daredevil. do vouch for the movie, and I do think that, like I said, him as an actor is cool, but him as a director, must it, watch. It's very impressive. must watch cinema. Very impressive. Even though I do think Argo was overrated, it was the town was still absolutely phenomenal, and that one movie where he was a bootlegger. Back in the 1920s, they had the girl from Avatar, and it wasn't bad either. What I'm going to go with Gone Girl. Oh, uh, was, Gone, it, was it Live by but Night? That was David Fincher, though. Oh, David okay. Fincher. Oh, he, didn't, oh, okay. he didn't direct You're talking about Live, Live okay. by Night. Right. Live by Night. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Live by Night. Damn, I'm on it. You are. Oh, yeah, good, damn. Good stuff, I don't think nobody knows could, that damn movie. I could not think of that to save my life. Good the town is great, Wasn't that Zoe Saldana? There we go. I couldn't think of her name either. Yep. Avatar Girl. Oh, That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but I am kind of pumped about Air. 
I, I am. Look, you like to see what it is there? Nice talking about air. About air. You get it. We own one tonight. Yes. Yeah, no, but it, it does look it does look pretty good. Now, is this this is actual a theater release? This isn't a Netflix original because I, I didn't know. I didn't I see that. Like it's it's an Amazon movie that will have a Amazon. Theater, that's yeah, what it was. so it will be in theaters, but I wouldn't guarantee it'll be there for more than a month because they're going to want you to get on their subscription service and watch it there. I'm hoping Jordan had nothing to do with this movie because he will fuck around and make himself look like he was Jesus. <laughs> he will not put one bet. Like, I never gambled. I don't know what the hell they've been talking about all these years. I never placed a bet on nothing. All right. Like, no, no. I don't want Jordan to be a part of his own, like, semi-biopic of what the hell he was going through. I don't think, no, because this is just, it's going to chronicle his his rookie year. So there's a lot more of Jordan. Pretty this much. is rookie year with the Bulls. So, yeah, I doubt Jordan has anything to do with this at all. But this is, I, I hope I, I learned some new information. I, and I, I it just felt like the preview, this is just telling me stuff I already knew. Yeah. And it was just showcasing all the big celebrity names that are in it, including blurting out Nike and Michael Jordan, just because they know that's, that's a name that's ingrained in everybody's head. So, yes, this movie had me sold just by the synopsis and the cast alone. I just expected a little more originality from the trailer. Well, I, it is just a trailer. It's I just know, supposed to be like a, like a taste. Because they can't yeah. be true. like DC, just give up the whole damn movie in one trailer. Because they enjoy <laughs> that shit. We'll, we'll get to, like I said, the, the Social it. Network trailers didn't blow me away. And that was one end up being one of the best movies ever made. So I'm, I'm hoping it's on the lines where once you see the movie, it gives a lot of details that I, us and we never knew about. Okay. I, I like to see some inside scheming. Between Nike executives, I, I just want to see a lot of inside stuff, and and just want to be entertaining. Okay, I think it will be entertaining. I, I so that so was too. that was one of that was one of the highlights of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Now, second one was the Flash <coughs> trailer. Now, this one definitely caught my attention. Yeah, I didn't see this to coming. See, to I say saw this least. one. I was like, oh shit! I I saw the trailer and I immediately said to myself, because I, I felt bad. I shouldn't be saying this during Black History Month. I like. I see why they let that white boy stay in that movie. As soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, fuck no. They cannot throw this yeah. fucking movie yeah, away. Yeah. This movie looks pretty damn good right now. So they, into they got the two alternate? Ez- Ezra Millers. Are they into the alternate universe, too? Yeah. What is going on? So basically, the only universe that his mom lives in is, coincidentally, the universe where Batman it's is Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. That's dope. That's and dope. did y'all see all those little those little tidbits that they were throwing in there? Like I saw like the the bat bike, the Christian Bale one, huh, and I saw that it looks trailer. a little different, but yeah, it looks like that. It looks like that one, and I saw. Of course, you see Ben Affleck in there, and, and they're uh, fighting General Zod again. General Zod popped up. Yeah. Michael Shannon's Michael gonna, Shannon, gonna yeah. they brought back the old Tim Burton Batmobile. Oh yeah, he, yeah, that looks dope. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Superman's uh, cousin, uh, Kara. Kara, Kara, yeah, which I'm not hugely familiar with. Is she in like a mental hospital or something? Because they had like a, like a gown on her. Did you see that part where he, I don't know? There may be a little bait and switch of what they're doing with the trailer, but apparently, like he went to a universe where there's no metahumans, huh? Like they all got destroyed by by him, like time jumping somehow. Which is all right. I'll just have to accept that because when you start talking about time travel, the rules always seem to go out the window as far as logic. Sometimes so I'm trying not to overthink it too much, but apparently he killed off metahumans by time traveling or something like that. So apparently the only one that was left, like it was her in some kind of weird hospital that they had the new mutants in or some shit, like the spine poking out, looking like they've been experimented on or something like that. But it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. it, 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 you're right Fe- on my point. Fe- female empowerment is going to be in a, a DC movie. Hoorah! That's cool. 
But it better be a good movie because last I remember of the the Superman, uh, well, Supergirl. Y'all yeah, remember that shit came out in like ninety mm-hmm. one or some shit like that. It was fucking god awful. It looked. I remember the previews. I never gave it. A chance. It made it the third terrible. one with Richard Pryor look like a fucking classic. It was really bad. It was really really bad. <laughs> I bet it was. It was, I, I, it was something. Sure. It was something terrible. It was something horrible. I'm hoping that they don't relive the same mistake and do the same dumb shit by making her look all weak and pathetic but they make her look like she's pretty damn good so aside from that I have to say this trailer was probably like a 4.5 out of 5 if I had to give it a grade mm-hmm. for a trailer by far my favorite trailer of the it, had me, it had me pumped and this is a like, movie I, th- I thought was I still think is, I still think the movie's gonna suck <laughs> I'm not gonna lie just, damn really just because of how bad the, the DCEU has let me down why should I have any faith that the Flash movie is going to be good? Because the Aquaman movie was a lot better than it had any right to be. As with the original Wonder Woman. Yep, but they made but the second one, and it was like god-awful. Very true, very true. So, and, But I do think they are just want to use this as a reset to say, okay, now we can start from scratch again. That's why they're using the time travel, and this is a good time to reset everything if you're going to recast these major characters because that's the part that was confusing me because if you're going to do that reset thing why not put aquaman out first and then do the flash (laughs) last this movie is coming out way earlier than i expected i thought this thing was going to come around around christmas it's a summer movie this is coming out june 16th yeah true that is way too soon that means aquaman is going to be like the the fourth quarter movie we'll we'll find out once that makes no sense if you're going to recast everybody you're going to destroy everything that's in the dcu let the flash movie be the last one aquaman should be coming after I see. I understand. I think more. I think Aquaman had its box office success in the fall and winter season when that first one came out. Yeah, so that, that one came out around Christmas time. I think you're right about that. And yeah, it was a huge hit. So I don't think they wanted to mess that up. They wanted to go for another Christmas time release. Um, or maybe they're waiting for us. But to even this try Flash movie was two Bird. years late. They, they delayed this for like two years. This Flash movie was come out. At least over a year ago. Well, the only reason why they, I think they kept delaying it because he kept getting into fucking legal trouble. And then that COVID hit, and all, most of the COVID was the least of their troubles. Him mm. kidnapping teenagers was probably a bigger problem. Yeah, uh, true, true. And I and I, I might have to put, burn this on DVD. I implore you guys. I know you guys aren't big into animation like I am. No, not at all. But Flashpoint, <laughs> which they're drawing their inspiration from, as much as I rail on the DC live action movies as of late. They continuously knock home runs out the park, grand slams out the park with their animated movies. Now, do you watch like the the TV shows? Because I hear a lot of good things about the Flash TV show. I, I I have as well, and I have not watched this recent incarnation, but I grew up watching that cheesy '80s '90s Flash show. Flash, Flash, and Justice League in in general are this part. These are always been my favorite superheroes. I've always been a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash fanatic. DC is my, that's why I'm so hard on them because they have not realized their full potential as they've been trying to build a universe. Um, so universe, they suck, but actually one-off movies, you think they can nail it? They have. Yeah, Christopher Nolan nailed it with his trilogy. The Tim Burton, uh, to me, nailed it. I'm, they don't hold up the best. Because but at I the thought, time, they I were thought The Suicide Squad was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. The second one. That was not, second not, one. not the first one of Will Smith, the second the Idris one. Idris Elba one, yeah. And I thought, oh, I know you have your thoughts about the Joker. I thought Joker was good. I thought the Batman was pretty good. The first Aquaman I thought was good. Wonder Woman was good. Now, them coalescing into a universe, yeah, they got some work to do. 
But uh, Watchmen, I thought was pretty good. I still need to start watching the show that you told me, the Watchmen show. Oh, amazing! I have to get to that. Incredible. I have to get to that. Uh, yeah, you need to, you absolutely you owe it to yourself absolutely. Yeah, and you know of course. They, why do I keep forgetting that they have Shazam coming out? I keep forgetting I, that Shazam's looks coming good out. too. Shazam looks, looks, looks good. pretty good. Yeah. Looks pretty good. It looks right. it looks like a it looks like a big ball of cheese. I ain't gonna lie, but as, I think it's still gonna be entertaining to watch. And this, we're not gonna see more of Shazam more than likely after this. It's gonna be a damn shame, but this is like the swan song for DC as their current universe. That this is how they're going out. I feel like they should have like a better swan song than Aquaman to be the last one of this universe. And, and I, I've. I hope they turn around, but I don't think it's a guarantee because even though James Gunn is very passionate about it, I still remember walking out of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 feeling like this was a huge letdown. It has its good points. You didn't like the second? Oh, yeah, you know, you, no, you, you motherfucker, you almost got me. We are not going to get sidetracked <laughs> with Marvel right now. So right, I can we, go on and on about we, that. All right, we, all right, we won't. But I, I'm rooting for it. And, yeah, The Flash, surprisingly, was um, – my favorite trailer of the night uh, of those TV commercials. Absolutely. Right. Um, I am just real quickly in the flashpoint storyline, which I think is going to be different. I don't think it's a direct ad- adaption in that alternate universe, which they appear to be showing where Bruce or Batman's alive. That's not actually Bruce Wayne is Batman. That's his dad is Batman. So I'm interested to see if, Huh. Michael Keaton is playing Bruce Wayne, or if he's playing Bruce Wayne's dad. Huh. I, I, so we'll see. We'll see. That would be interesting. That, I didn't think would, about it like that. That would be. That would be. But I now, granted, Michael Keaton does look pretty good for his age. But even then, I was like, man, I thought it was just going to be like a you know a glamorized you know cameo of seeing him as Batman. Just I ain't expecting him to like really put on the bat suit and go out and do all these action scenes. It looks good. Now granted he just did Vulture not too long ago, so obviously he can still do some action movies if he really wants to, but banking on Michael Keaton to save the Flash movie. Well look at the have like you seen lot... the poster for it? it it's it's this damn near Batman poster. It's the Flash, which they smartly don't even have Ezra Miller's face on. Good it's, job. Just the, it's just the Flash with his back turned and he's in the Bat Cave. With the Batwing, and it looks like a Batman poster with Flash in the background. So, yeah, they, Ezra Miller, this will, this will be his last foray as a Flash. I want to see more Flash. I didn't like him. I think all putting all his personal F-ups aside, I think Ezra Miller is a good actor. He is. He was awesome in Perks of Being a Wallflower. This Love is that movie. Not, you already know where I stand on it. So, him. He's not the Flash, though. He he's not, not he's not bad at the flash but i think i think what i'm doing in my head is i can't separate the bullshit that he's been doing for like the past year with what just his art Kinda no like, he, he uses a pronoun he you can't call him he he's a they you know that right not yeah, only he's got all, them not all that crap all right he, yeah. can, he can shut his yeah. ass up i ain't this got time is, for all this shit they yeah i graduated high school and college i ain't got time to fix my fucking pronouns all right? serious. he needs to shut the fuck up shut the f up he is gonna go to jail if he don't knock it the fuck <laughs> off he needs to shut the fuck he up have money, yeah. he'd be in jail right oh now. yeah yeah no that, it ain't the whitest privilege i've ever seen in my life i'm gonna kidnap people <laughs> and i'm gonna be in a blockbuster movie <laughs> and i'm gonna be free as hell the whole damn time <laughs> Watch me work. <laughs> no, I, ain't got, I ain't got time for this shit, man. Like, Ezra Miller, like, like, you're a good actor, but you really need to knock it off, man. I'm hoping that he's just not going off the rails just because he's he's getting more famous because, of course, he was in that um, 
that uh, damn the the Dumbledore trilogy, um, Fantastic Beasts. Beast. He was in that. Yeah, he was in all three of those. Is he the lead actor in that? Not the lead actor, but he's kind of like mid mid. He's basically like the I don't know the the dark wizard, or whatever. There, everybody keeps keeps trying to go after, but it it, it, it was okay for him because, like I said, that was one trilogy where they didn't really stick the landing. That third one was fucking god awful. You know, not just because Johnny Depp wasn't in it, because the storyline was trash, and. We ain't got to go into that, man. Like, they, they leave much to be desired. Ezra Miller, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to be praying for you, man. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm glad that you finally got a chance to put out your movie that they've been holding hostage for God knows how long now. I'm hoping that you turn your life around. I'm hoping you stop doing whatever ridiculous shit you've been doing. Get off the drugs, alcohol, whatever the hell has been keeping you compromised all, these time, all this time. Get away from it, man. Get away from it. You are, you are much better than this. I hate when actors go fucking crazy like this and they ruin their career by doing some bullshit. Just sit the fuck down the whole world somewhere. in front of them. Just had sit the whole down world in front of them. You should hire somebody at this point to knock the fucking beer out your hand or the vodka bottle. What the hell are you had in your hand that night that made you want to go assault somebody at a bar? Whatever you've been doing, just sit down somewhere, man. Like he, they, them, the, whatever you want to call yourself, man. Sit down somewhere. You got you got a lot more work to do. You're a talented actor. Don't fuck this up for the rest of the world to not help, you know, share your gift of acting by just being an idiot on your, you know, your own personal time. That's 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 all I got on that. Cuz the Flash movie it does look good, but it makes me want to How do I say it? I feel like it's a little bit tainted now because he's kind of an asshole in real life. Yeah, yeah, it's hard for, for yeah. me to root for that character, even though I, I love the Flash character. As I know a whole. I wanted to root for him. I wanted to root for the DC uh, universe so bad that I like I want them to have like somewhat of a good universe right now. And I thought he was a catalyst in making that. Anytime somebody can do timeline jumping, that's pretty much like a like an etch sketch pad. You can shake shit up and redo Big stuff time. and fix it. Marvel got uh, Marvel got to it. Uh, Fox did it with the X-Men. Like, it's a great eraser of fucking up some shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't fuck this up. Yeah, that's going to be the title of this episode. Don't fuck this up. That's all I got. <laughs> right. Now, that last trailer that I sent in the group chat, Creed looks fucking fire, man. Yeah, it, it, looks it, it looks pretty yeah. damn good. Jonathan Majors, he, he looks like he's going to really, really overtake this movie. It's going right. to be more about him than Michael yeah. B. Jordan. He looks like damn Mike Tyson. He looks big movie. as hell. Yeah, he's cocky as fuck. Damn. Kang can't be that fucking buff. I mean, yeah. God damn, man. He looked like he he looked like he eats like 17,000 calories a day. Uh, right. <laughs> his acting style is re- – I really like his style, man. The way he talks and, you know, just the way he delivers his acting is, is great. So I still need to watch Devotion because I know that's on Paramount. Yeah, right? that's I, a lot. Like, he's pretty really good. getting into Same his act, here, acting chops. There's not a lot of action, but he's really into his acting chops on that one. He's very, very – very tough on that one. So. Did you guys ever watch that HBO show um, that kind of put him on the map? Oh, the Lovecraft Country? Love, I watched bits and pieces I never of it. got into it. And I, the HP Lovecraft. Didn't they cancel yeah. season two? Yeah, they never really they came out with nothing. But I watched yeah. a couple episodes or season, uh, yeah, episodes of it. It wasn't, uh, well, it wasn't too great for me. But I do like him in most every other thing I've seen him in so far. So Yeah, as soon as I saw him in Loki, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all in for him. Like, Jonathan Majors is that dude for me. That was one of the bright spots of that series once sec. Uh, Kang came in there. And they said, like, just to go back to Ant-Man, they said, like, that version of him is nothing like what you're going to see in the version of Ant-Man, just so everybody's prepared. I know people have been watching Loki and they're thinking, like, oh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be him in uh, the new Ant-Man. Like, no, that version of him, he said in an interview, 
is something completely different than what y'all saw in the Loki oh, show. Oh, so we're not getting that version. <laughs> no, but, you're getting like, because he said in the Loki show, you like, you think I'm evil. Wait till you meet right, my variants. Because right. he's going to be like the other version of him that's completely evil. Right, because he was kind of laid back, kind of let you do your thing. Yeah, he was goofy. He yeah. does, it was like yeah. a means to an end. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to do this, but he has to do all this to keep all the other variants of himself at bay. Otherwise, they're going to come out and fuck shit up. So, yeah, I, I kind of get it. And I'm kind of... It works into my theory because obviously they're coming out with uh, season two of Loki this year. I'm not sure how it's going to work in with the new Ant Man, but that's how I think they're going to tie it all in. Like Ant Man, Loki, and all this time jumping stuff. It, it makes a lot more sense in my mind. It does. So yeah, and like I said, the Creed three trailer. At first, I was skeptical. Now I'm like, damn, I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm gonna have to rent out a fucking theater for this shit, man. We all need to enjoy this shit together. Yeah, this man. looks pretty damn good. I'm not sure what Michael B. Jordan did differently, but it feels like a different vibe of movie than, mm-hmm. than what Ryan Cougar gave us. It feels like he's taken Rocky out. I wasn't too hype about that, but I feel like the more we focus on him, maybe that'll turn out better this as is, far as yeah, the story. This is, this, it's called Creed for a reason. Yeah, this is not, yeah. Rocky had his series. Now it's about Adonis Creed. Now, am I wrong thinking that Rocky was the catalyst to making the story the story work, or was that just more of a crutch of just me just hanging on to a nostalgic uh, storyline? No, for Rocky? Uh, Rocky was extremely vital to Adonis's Creed as a character yeah. and those first two movies. And believe me, I was extremely disappointed hearing that he was not in this third one. But uh, from what I've seen, it sounds like they they found a way to really crack the story to keep it going without him. And I think it was kind of a dispute between probably creative differences. Um, and I can understand Sylvester's it happens. stance. Yeah, like, he wants to keep like his character alive. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they don't they don't go too far and just kill off Rocky. I don't want to see that. Like him, Rocky no, dies of they, cancer or something like that. Like I don't want to see that. Especially shit. if he's not even in it. And that's where I thought the first one was. That's probably why it was such an emotional gut punch for me. No pun intended. With that first Creed. Because I thought they were going to kill off Rocky in that once you start going through that cancer. And then I to thought see they were him too. trying to f- fight through that together as he's training to fight the guy with the belt. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, that, that Creed movie is classic to, for me. And Creed 2 is damn near just as good. So I'm, I'm rooting for Michael B. Jordan to pull this off. And everything I've seen so far looks like they might do it. Well. We get Creed three and New John Wick in March. It, it yeah. can't get here soon enough. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna wait. be a it's gonna be a busy uh, couple of months. Right now. I can't <laughs> wait to see that. They also mentioned yeah. recently that John Wick is a hundred and seventy minutes long. This is almost three hour John Wick. So four. this is the the end of it. Then who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I Did mean, well, see? I think after this they're supposed to do out that they're supposed to bring out that uh, spinoff uh, show, The Continental. <laughs> Where they focus on the hotel where really? he always goes to. Oh, wow, I'd be interested in that. So we'll have that one uh, actor that's uh, the manager of the hotel. I think he's supposed to be in it. And, uh, the, the wire ball, guy? The ball black dude? Yeah, the ball black dude. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, the dude from French. Mr. Wick. Wasn't he in that Resident Evil show he that was. you watched? That, that was trash. Terrible. Yeah. I think the only person who's ever watched that it show. It was the from. main character I got talking in that night. Damn yeah, shame. Terrible. Total, that show terrible, should have been awesome. He and he he wasn't the part bad part. It was just the way it looked. It's just all oh, this shit. It all looked, it looked corny. I'm telling you, it was a dog that they let out of a cage. It was the most CGI looking thing I've ever seen in my life. This looked like <laughs> the shit on PlayStation One looked better than what they let out of that cage. <laughs> Good Lord. Lord. On the on the movie on the show it was a show. And, Netflix and, must have ran out of budget. They must. Of, but he yeah, he played he's the main character in that yeah so he's the he's the he's behind like the 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 eight the T virus or whatever it's called yeah so 
yeah, but no, he I like him and he always watches his dog for him and shit. That's pretty cool of him. So he is cool. Yeah, he, he really likes John Wick. He's always been on John Wick's side. So, but yeah, yeah. And they actually gave him like a little bit of action scenes. Yeah, the, the last one got when him to they, go around yeah. the hotel. When they came back, and got like yeah, they had to reload and get better guns and stuff. This one's for you, Mister Week. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I missed any other headlines this um, past week. Well, Raquel Welch died today. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Years I old, saw that. Yeah. What y'all? What do you think about the Transformers? You think that's going to be any good? I'm I'm actually excited about that one. I think I'm really going to watch that one. Yeah, me too. Good chance I found out uh, it's actually a black filmmaker that actually actually. Wait, who about, is it? The director of Creed Two. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, he was the director of Creed Two. So um, yeah, wait, uh, Ryan Coogler didn't didn't direct Creed Two? Nope, nope. He was producer. I think he was busy with uh, probably Black Panther. But, um, yeah, uh, director of Creed 2 is directing this. I think my brother told me that, actually, a couple of days ago. Oh, Stephen <clears throat> Capel Jr.? There we go. I, yeah, I thought it was a junior or a third or something. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Damn, I did not know that. Did not know that at all. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's not, Interesting. Not, not yeah. bad at all. Nope. Not, not, I'm not, I'm not, I just got to support the black filmmakers. Oh, yeah. It looked good. Got uh, yeah. Beast Wars mixed in with the Transformers. I like that. Yeah, because they can't do any worse than the last one they did. They Bad. definitely had to. I'm not even talking about the Mark Wahlberg one, the Bumblebee movie. I like Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. I can't knock Bumblebee. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I, I enjoyed like, that. I enjoyed last that night too. was terrible. That last it night. It was movie. still during that phase where John Cena was annoying the shit out of me as an actor before he became Peacemaker and he became funny. Peacemaker saved See, him. He but didn't he, really he, have Peacemaker a big yeah, part yeah. in that movie. I started watching that show over again. Peacemaker? Yeah. That show is <laughs> fucking funny. dope, man. Yeah. That's a really good show. Yeah. See, DC had a nice little one right there. But no, he wasn't the main reason. He didn't bother me in Bumblebee. He wasn't in there enough for me to get on my nerves. Exactly. I, I like Bumblebee. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. the hell out of Bumblebee. Yeah. Well, I envy y'all because I tried my best to, to like that damn show movie and it was just kind of like i thought that was better than some of the other transformers they made it really was the last night yeah i'm not sure that's saying much no it's not saying much because after you know was it revenge of the fallen it just all went downhill it all went downhill the third one was all right one there in chicago was cool dark side of the moon dark side of the moon yeah it's only a matter of time before vin diesel shows up and he's gonna be in there (laughs) next transformer car trying to race optimus prime (laughs) over a bridge Like, oh man, god damn it. It's coming. You might have jinxed oh, the show. Yeah. It's oh, coming. Alright, I was avoiding this, but we gotta talk about it. Fast X. No. Did y'all see, see the trailer? I saw this it. is over the top and cheesy. Is Brie Larson in this? Yes. Okay, I might. Where like Brie it. Larson's in this? Yeah. Yes, she is. I'm not sure what character she's playing, but apparently she's on Vin Diesel's side. So they're bringing in Captain Marvel. I have no clue. Aquaman. They're bringing back Furiosa. Uh, your boy. From Peacemaker, he's coming back. John Cena's on the team now. No Rock. No Rock. Rock, Rock is done with it. Jason Satham is in it. I think uh, we saw a Mustang take down two helicopters and land. That's why I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. That's why I was like, I, 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 I was getting ready to throw my remote at the TV. I was like, oh, I can't I fucking bad. stand this shit. I was so bad. Because which one of y'all hasn't seen the last one? I haven't seen the last one. You seen it, it's, Ryan? Yeah, that's the only one I did not like at all. Fast 9 is the only movie out the series that I thought sucked it was god it is awful. john god cena's in that awful. right john yes. cena, yeah i i didn't even give it a chance it is one, so bad i'm still trying to find out what the fuck race vin diesel is in this movie is he supposed to be white because john cena is white as shit white as shit and they're brothers and apparently vin diesel is dominican okay apparently they have different mamas or something hmm. because this isn't quite working out where the bloodline is because the sister 
looks like she could be Vin Diesel's sister. She could be John Cena's sister. So either way, somebody was fucking somebody else. These kids <laughs> yeah, are not. Uh, they don't look nothing. They do like not all have the same parents. They do not. For one, what about my girl Charlize Theron? She was in there, right? How she do? Wasted. No, she was. She was barely. She was. A, she was a waste of the last one. Oh, Big time. Man. She had one nice red. I don't know if I think that was when she had the red uh, leather on. Oh wow! But that's yeah. worth watching seeing her in, in a red leather suit. But yeah, she was in it for like five ten minutes. It was it was a waste. And uh, yeah, they brought Bow Wow back and and the other guy oh, from uh, Fast and Furious three. That was even terrible. even that was wasted. Wasted. Every the action scenes were very unexciting. Tyrese was even uh, being just, uh, self aware, saying, "Hey, we can't. We're invincible. Yeah, we survive everything." And then, sure I, enough. See him surrounded by ten gunmen. They all miss. I told my son, I was like, I think they hired the same guys that played stormtroopers. They yeah, got says, horrible aim. They like ten feet away. You they can't hit shit. Yeah, it, it, there was no effort involved. They really. But fought. I like how they're being self aware because even uh, Tyrese's character was like, "Man, we've been through all these missions. Like, like uh, why, why are we still alive?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, "Hey, they killed off Gail Gadot. All right, obviously they have no problem killing people off." The problem is, your black ass won't die. <laughs> your black ass should have died like three films ago, if we being real. Oh, yeah. And I'm not mad at it. Christopher, like, uh, like not Christopher, uh, Ludacris, when did he become like a race coordinator and all of a sudden he became like a fucking genius? How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Now he's doing fight scenes now. He's punching people and shit. He's a geek that knows <laughs> that knows how to fight. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll buy on, that. On, on top of being a street race coordinator in Miami, uh, in the in the second one, yeah, Vin Diesel re- just refuses to, you know, abide by logic when it comes to gravity. As soon as I saw him jump off a bridge in his car and pull two helicopters together to make him crash, I was like, "All right, this, <laughs> is, this is way too fucking over the top. I can't stand this shit. I'm not gonna watch this. I'm just, gonna, I'm not gonna watch it in theaters. I'm gonna bootleg it from Ryan or somebody who has bootlegs, or I'm just gonna wait for it to come on streaming. I cannot do this because last time I watched it. this movie with my family, they all laughed at me watching it. Yeah. Nine was so bad. That's that's the only one I was I was I felt like a lot of people hate the series. I see how they were feeling with some of the other more outrageous over the top ones, including uh six and eight. But yeah, nine was to me the only dud in the entire series. So I, yeah, they're not getting my money, but I will watch it. I will watch. I'm not going to I'll watch it eventually, but it ain't going to be in the theaters. Not, same here. And I'm probably going to be watching it pissed off, too, because I got to watch it. I'm like, all right, man, I got a fucking podcast. Dude. I got to watch this fucking movie, man. As soon as I see one dumb stunt or Vin Diesel walking around with his fucking lug boots and his sleeveless, like, muscle shirt, yeah, I'm like, all right, man, I'm getting tired of you, man. How old is Vin? How old is he? He's got to be in his 50s, right? Uh, late 40s, early 50s, dude, probably. Man. He is, like, the think... most unenthused movie star I've ever right. seen in my life. He is just so fucking lazy with his shit. He's like, all right, we're talking about family. <laughs> <laughs> Crying and no shit. sleeves, cut no off sleeves. the sleeves off all my shirts. Yeah, and I'm gonna wear boots to the beach. I was like, bitch, I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You at the beach? Put on some sandals or something. Man. I really felt uh, walking out of that theater, seeing Pitch Black opening weekend, he was gonna be the next big movie star of our generation. Like he kind of is, but he's doing it in a very lazy way. Outside of the, he, all the 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 Pitch Black sequel was was god awful to me. No, I did like Riddick. I thought Riddick was good. Riddick, that, that was, was the that third was the, one. That was the third one where he got uh, marooned on that planet. That, uh, it was I. I remember. Okay, I remember that. I but remember, that Chronicles I, of Riddick, where they was on. They were oh on the alien no, that planet. was that was god awful. Yeah, and that's kind of the vibe I, I've unfortunately been getting with this with some of the Ant Man because I'm rooting for Ant Man three, but the, tr- the the advertising has not 
knock my socks off. This <laughs> looks like green screen city. And go ahead. Well, yeah, I kind of understand it. It's quantum man. I get it. I, 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 I because hope Doctor Strange was the exact same way. Mm. It was it was it was CGI to death. I, I voiced my disappointment with the Doctor Strange as well. I might have to go home and watch. Well, at least tomorrow I might try to watch Ant Man or Ant Man Two just to get a good grasp. I haven't seen either one of those in a while. I need to get a refresher to to get me back on the Ant Man part of it, not the Avengers part of it. It's gonna it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be weird just because this looks so huge, big budget, and uh, the original Ant Man ended with him fighting a bee on top of a kid's train set. And uh, hey, that wasn't that, that was it was awesome. I'm talking about the scale of things. So for him to be having these big Avengers levels battle in Quantum Man, this is a big leap for for Ant Man. When the first movies were small scale, and my favorite scene from Ant Man Two is him running out of the school <laughs> with that hoodie on, and he's in miniature. I think he's like his teenage self in that school. Oh yeah. Oh that yeah. oh that was that was one of the best sequences of all time. Him having to steal that out the school locker in Ant Man Two. So I hope we get moments like that as opposed to big CGI armies fighting. More of the small-scale character stuff because... I'm go ahead, sorry. No, I'm, I'm done. That's all. How is Kang... Before we move on, last thing. How is Kang even involved in this uh, part of it? What is I have his, no idea. Yeah, I, I think... Now, the storyline of that is um, uh, Janet Van Dyne, which is played by Michelle Pfeiffer... Mm-hmm. The the synopsis that I got from that I accidentally found on YouTube because I was scrolling through and it's they told me parts of the storyline. I was like, fuck, I gotta listen to this. Apparently what she did, she was aware of Kane being down there the entire time. Hmm. The thing is that she took something from him that trapped him in the quantum realm. Okay. So that's the reason why he can't get out. That's why nobody else really knows about him at this point. But so it, the whole thing is that basically Ant Man has to get something that she took from him in order for him to get out. And that's how he's supposed to like wreak havoc onto the, like the gotcha. like the the timelines or something like that. Because you kinda saw what he was capable of in the Loki show. Right. right. Weren't they both uh, uh Michelle Pfeiffer and Paul Rudd weren't they both in that quantum realm at the end of Ant Man two? Then he came back for the event. No, he got stuck in there because he went in to get some of that uh, that substance, whatever they wanted to help heal that one ghost character. The yeah, one chick right. That kept facing right. It now. Okay, that's the reason why he went. In. Then she got dusted with uh, the rest of the family. Ah, that's then right. Got, You're then right. He got stuck Thank in you. there. You're right. So yeah, the, the the first thought I had was, all right. First off, how come she ain't tell nobody about this dude down in the quantum realm? She's been free for her, for like the past five six years. She's now saying, hey. Kang down there, y'all. <laughs> like y'all, need, right. y'all better watch out. This motherfucker yeah. tripping. And the other thing I had about this movie that I think might be the downfall of it is they have the potential to have an annoying white girl in the movie. The oh. daughter looks like she's going to annoy the shit out of me. You know, when Sean was griping about the girl in The Last of Us, mm-hmm. that's what popped in my head. Like yep. I, I hope she's not playing that young, rebellious, but still brave and oh, a, yeah. a scientific yeah, like genius. A- <laughs> And yeah, she'll, she'll like learn. A, an annoying, like, uh, side character to me. Yeah, she doesn't listen to authority. Not at all. all speaks out of, her mouth. I hate those kind of. I, it, it, that's what it looks like she is going it's to be. It's such playing. a cliche, and it's overplayed yeah. all the time. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. Yeah, she. it looks like from the preview, she builds the device to get some stuck in the quantum realm. Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass kids never listen to their parents, man. <laughs> like, hey, look what I built. Like, right. bitch, if you don't unplug that shit. <laughs> Well, we'll uh, find it, out here in 24 hours. I, 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 I am excited yeah. to watch it, man, because my, my son, he was pissed when I first said, like, hey, I ain't bringing you with me. 
Thursday. He's like, why not? I want to watch Ant Man because every time I bring you along, all of a sudden you have like these rich man like uh, this taste like I want popcorn, I want an icy, Pop, I want yeah. I want some soda. If they got a pizza, I'll take one of those and some nachos. Might as well live it up, Dad. I want a big bucket of popcorn. I want like the Ant Man bucket. Like bitch, yeah. like you and Sean can share a bucket. Get the fuck out of my goddamn face. You know like shut up, and I want to hear your popcorn here in my face. Like shut up. So yeah, my son is getting all pissed off. I had to buy his ticket begrudgingly. The older one or the younger one? Uh, this is the younger one. Okay. The older one, he don't care yeah. about, about the Marvel movies, and that's fine. That saves me some money. Right. But him, I was like, all right, I'm gonna bring you. And I told my wife, you can't go. <laughs> I told her, I told her ahead of time. I know she was pissed off, but I had to explain to her like every single time I go to see a Marvel movie, I waste like half the movie trying to explain shit to you. I don't want to do that for one night. I just like me and Zaya because we're on the same page. I'll bring you Saturday or Sunday. Then we can have our little date night, and then you can watch it with me again. She's like, okay, that's fine. That's fair. I like you. So every once in a while, my wife is very understanding. She understands. Good compromise, Tom. Good compromise. She understands that I like my dialogue. I have to hear stuff. I can't listen to the movie and you at the same time. So <laughs> all you women out there who do the same damn thing to your man when he's trying to watch the movie and he's trying to listen and he's talking to you at the same time, believe me, he is grinding his teeth. Getting ready to sock you in the face <laughs> if you don't shut up while he's trying to watch the damn movie. Real talk. So you just can't do rewind the, it or anything. You just got to sit. You, if you see it in the theater, you can't do nothing about it. But just take it. You know, very so. true. Yeah, you should have been watching all the other movies with me. All right, <laughs> instead of just tagging along and falling asleep. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's where my wife is with it. She's understanding. So yeah, Polly, I love you, but I can't bring you this time around. And I, I, I'm happy that you actually understand this time because yeah. I was like, oh, we all going to see Ant Man. I was like, no, we ain't. <laughs> you are staying home. Yeah. I'm bringing Isaiah. She's like, oh, she, she was pissed at first, and I explained it to her because, you know, every once in a while I gotta put my foot down on movies. I gotta put my foot down with my woman. Everything else, I'm, I'm compromising. I don't think I've met Isaiah yet. Have I met? Yeah, him? he just came over here. I think he might have been with us when we went to go see the the Ghostbusters movie. I think it was him he, that went with us. I, I, Which one is? Yeah, he's came over here a couple times. Yeah, because. Uh, because the other one, he, he has like the curly hair. The mother, my mm. mother's son, Isaiah, he's the tall one with the afro. He came to the, the Black Panther. He was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were all there. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Okay. Because my, my oldest son, he didn't want to go. He don't like go to movies, which is fine. He just likes to stay home. and He's reclusive. But, yeah, the youngest one, he's still into Marvel stuff. So, God bless. He still has that gene. Right. Your oldest son's the one who came and watched Prey at my house, right? Yes, the he's the one that went to go see Prey. Anything that's horror, he'll watch. All right, yeah, he's my kind of guy. Right, yeah. yeah, so he, like, watches movies he thought he thought it was funny i was like bitch <laughs> yeah i'm like man you know how much trauma i went through i, yeah. I want to watch him see uh hereditary i want to see what he thinks about that yeah, yeah you know make what? him watch that alone hereditary is more of a think piece too so you got to sit there and try to think of what the hell is really going on in this the only know? thing i thought about is yeah. how fast i could piss my pants <laughs> man that movie scared the shit out of me. i just always feel sorry for the dad he's just like he has no he's just trying to keep them together he did the not whole deserve time. that death damn it he got tore up tore dad. the hell up just from being a good dad he's trying to cook dinner and just bring them together and she's arguing with the son and, yeah that just told uh, me don't get married I don't, don't have kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or definitely check her background. Make sure you don't got a cult in the family and shit with uh, demons. So the older I get, the more Al Bundy makes more sense. Yeah, like these kids ain't shit. Like, this wife ain't shit. They gonna get me all in trouble. And sure enough, that dad did not listen to any of those uh, damn warnings. He didn't even like pinochle time anymore. Oh uh, come on, Peg. <laughs> we, we had it three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago. Shit. All right, man. Oh man, Al Buddy, man, what a hero to all uh, yeah, For sure. Disgracing right. the fat girls in the uh, shoes. 
right, let's get, all right, let's get to our hidden Love gems, man. All right, I feel a goofy moment coming on. We better care and get out of here. All right, let's get to our hidden gems right now. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take mine out first. Now, just to kind of keep the theme of, like, if y'all want to have a nice little date night for all y'all who didn't want to celebrate Valentine's Day in the middle of the week, you wait for the weekend. If you want to hang out on the couch, watch a movie. One movie that I saw that was on one of the streaming uh, services, I can't remember what it was, but this was like a 2004 movie, I believe. And it stars Jamie Foxx, Morris Chestnut, and uh, Gabrielle Union. And that is Breaking All the Rules. Do y'all remember that one where mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx plays like this uh, this unemployed dude that turns into like a, a breakup guru? He writes a book. You know, uh, how you should uh, properly break up with somebody if you're having difficulty doing it. Now, originally, he did this to learn how to fire people. Then he realized firing people is the same thing as breaking up with somebody. There's a lot of rules that you have to follow. So basically, he becomes super famous about, you know, breaking up with people. And then, you know, his cousin, who was just played by Morris Chestnut, tries to hire him to break up with his girlfriend. Then he ends up falling in love with Gabrielle Union, the girl that he was supposed to break up with uh, his cousin for. So it's kind of like that kind of love triangle thing that's been going on. So I thought this was low-key a pretty good movie. This is when Jamie Foxx is really starting to catch his groove. Like he was coming out of Willie Beeman and all that shit. So yeah, if you guys want to hang out on the couch, have a nice little date night. You know, watch Jamie Foxx when he still had his hairline before he colored the shit in. Morris Chestnut looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> that's, is, that's one that doesn't age. He yeah. is black Tom Cruise. He hasn't aged since he got shot in the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, Morris Chestnut looks exactly the same. God bless him, man. He is he is the epitome of black do not crack. Like, it, it may peel a little bit, but it, yeah, but it does not crack, man. <laughs> Morris Chestnut looks amazing. He looks exactly the same. Literally exactly the same. And the same for Gabrielle Union. Also aging wonderfully. I'm not the biggest fan of Gabrielle Union. Neither, like I think she's a pretty good actress and all that. I ain't into that, you know, bringing on bullshit, whatever. But overall, I think she's she's pretty solid as an actress. Not the greatest, but you know, I can get past it. It's still a pretty good movie. But this was a pretty good movie with her, Jamie Foxx and uh, Morris Chestnut. So yeah, Hidden Gym this week, uh, breaking all the rules. I think I should go check that one out. I believe it's on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, go look for it over there and have a good time with that one. Nice. That's, right. I'm the only guy I've ever known who's seen the Jamie Foxx movie Bait. And I, I have not heard. I've missed that one. That's a definitely. Oh, I've gym. seen bait. <laughs> it was. It's not that bad. It, 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 you know, you know what, what you got for your head, Jim? You <laughs> hey, I'll go. I'll go. Um, all right. I deliberately left a movie off the F. Gary Gray list of films he directed because I want to put that in him in Jim. And uh, thank you guys for bringing up Vin Diesel today because I think this is probably Vin Diesel's. Strongest movie. Oh, uh, I, it stars. Can I, I, our, can I? Can I guess? Absolutely. Is it a man apart? There you go. Damn yes, it! Tom. Oh God! Yeah, there you I go. You, you're it. good. You I get some. Like, you get some dap on that. I yes. Was that I, I had a feeling you knew what it was when you were about to say it earlier. I was like, man. I swear <laughs> to God, he says pacifier. I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. Oh <laughs> hell! No, not that bad. At pacifiers. All right, man. Moving on. Moving okay. On. No, it's not kindergarten cop, but I'm not gonna call it terrible. It's better than Fast and Furious Nine. Everything is best. <laughs> no, that movie grossed $130 million, by the way. Uh, the Pacifier. But, anyway, uh, Man Apart, Vin Diesel, Lorenz Tate, DA agents working on the California-Mexican border. Um, you MAGA hat wearers and uh, Build the Wall supporters, make sure you watch this movie. Because the very first five minutes of this movie, they talk about a big old fence that separates California 
and Mexico and how a lot of the drugs that are smuggled into the country come through this fence. So all the arguments I have my coworkers, if you're listening, that's why I get upset about build the wall as opposed to increase border security because there's always been gates, fences, border, whatever you want to call it to separate the United States of America. So when I hear a person who made his fortune in the real estate business talk about build the wall, it's a little disturbing to me because he's just trying to get rich and exploiting one of the thousands of issues with America. But back on topic, Vin Diesel, Lorenz Tate, they play D agents who lock up a big kingpin in the first half of the movie. Uh, the kingpin that takes over that guy's spot tries to kill Vin Diesel but ends up killing his wife. So Vin Diesel and Lorenz Tate, they actually have to work with the guy they locked up to catch the guy who took his place. And uh, for crime, suspense, action movies, uh, this is top tier. Uh, it, it's a shame that it wasn't more successful at the box office because uh, this was an extremely entertaining movie that they just don't make enough of nowadays. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, he plays a, a pretty good role in here as one of the uh, new drug lords runners. And uh, this is just a, a good, solid, solidly acted action movie uh, that's really touches on a pretty horrible issue, not only with drug trafficking, but uh, discrimination and stereotypes of how a lot of people view the Mexican community. There really are good people in the black and Mexican communities. They're not all gang banger homies and drug dealers. And this movie really delves into that and does a good job of going into the struggles of going to that war. So uh, if you enjoyed the movie Traffic with Benicio Del Toro um, and uh, of recent um, it, notoriety Sicario, which uh, has our girl Emily Blunt in it. I love that. You go bringing up that woman again. <laughs> just I'm, sorry, I'm, Man Apart is in that same category for action action movies that deal with the drug trade. Man Apart, two thousand three, <clears throat> Vin Diesel's best movie in my opinion. Please give it a chance. Cool. That's a really good one. That is an impressive one right there. I thought that was by far one of Vin Diesel's best movies. Lorenz Tate did a great job, and I just. The storyline that I love about he was just so in love with his damn wife. And I was like, man, I feel your pain right there. Oh, yeah. I feel your pain right there, man. He really, I thought for sure that another sneaky one was like Boiler Room. I thought he was trying to go there with Ooh, it. Oh, I forgot all about and it. And then he told me F. Gary Green. I was like, oh, no, he's talking about Man Apart. I forgot all about Bo- That's a good one. That, that's top three of his for sure. Yeah, man, if he can get back to that and stop doing these fucking lug boots, like racing <laughs> movies and shit. All right, man, let me get on, man. Yeah, more all Man right. Apart, Vin Diesel, please. Gotcha. Uh, I got one that's uh, actually the sequel to this. I know we talked about the first one before. I might have even did that first one as a hidden gem. But I'm going to go with The Descent Part 2. Not The Descent First one, but The, the Descent Part You enjoyed two. that? I liked it. I liked, I, it. I liked it too. So I liked it. Uh, Sarah, the girl is back after a nightmare um, trip that killed all of her companions. Survivor Sarah has forced to revisit the caves and that are inhabited by terrifying cannibalic cannibal creatures that are you know dwelling down here and uh they show like 
she, she it looked like she made it out, but she never made it out. So she stuck down there with that, and that Asian girl comes back. And I thought it was a pretty good one. Have you ever seen it? If you haven't haven't seen it, the Descent, watch the Descent first, then watch Descent Two. Very underrated. Very movie. underrated horror movie. Like well, these girls are like um, I don't know what you call them, expeditioners. Maybe I don't know, but they they do rock climbing. Very and all adventurous, adventurous women. And uh, there's a backstory to all of it, but they they go to like this North Carolina <coughs> cave that's like three miles underneath the ground, and they get stuck down there. They lose. They don't bring the map. They just think they can figure their way out of everything. But what they don't know is these creatures that have been down there for you know what, whoever knows how long. That look like they could have been human at one point, but since it's dark down there and they don't need their eyes, they did. They they're like bats. They hunt. You know, with you know heat, and they can hear you really well. So uh, I guess they can hunt with heat, but they more so hear very well because they can't see because it's dark down there. And they just tear these women apart. It's an all women crew, and just tear these women apart. And so in the second one, the two survivors are stuck down there again, and it's the same thing. They're just trying to make their way out of these caves and shit that they've been stuck down since the first movie. And it's just very gruesome. It's very nasty. But I enjoy both of the movies, and I could tell you everything if you haven't seen either one of them. It's, uh, there's a there's a uh, a twist at the end. Like what the hell? I didn't see that coming. So give the descent two, watch the descent one, and then give the descent two a chance uh, if you can. Uh, they're both. I want to say it was on Hulu TV. If you have Hulu TV, maybe you could probably rent on Amazon. So uh, the descent part two came out. I'm gonna say 2005, maybe no, uh, 2009. I mean, it was a UK movie. Came out in 2009. Um, the descent part two. Get out. Of, get out a chance. It's a horror movie. Very, very nasty stuff goes on. So get that a chance. To, That's yeah. a good one right there. Yeah. I thought for sure most people didn't see the movie Descent. And I saw the first one. I thought it was like very underrated. I thought what I thought too. I would yeah. consider the uh, first Descent a classic. One of the best horror movies ever made. I, I, I enjoyed it that much. I want to touch on, I'm glad you mentioned that, Sean, because while I've seen a lot worse than Descent 2, there's... There was one we were t- you were talking we were uh, what's the Jamie Foxx vampire movie it was Day Shift Day Shift yeah. Day Shift yeah your favorite movie right <laughs> I was extremely disappointed and I don't think I really did a good job of articulating why I was upset with the comment well it was straight to streaming so I don't I didn't expect it to be all that so I I enjoyed it that was your guys' sentiment it's a Netflix movie so I'm not expecting the same quality in the theater. Netflix doesn't get the benefit of the doubt because that they have sixty to two hundred million dollar budgets. They work with the same budgets that theatrical releases do. It's just that they want to make their money on streaming, so they don't release it. They work with the same budgets and can get the same A list stars as Twentieth Century Fox or anybody. So I didn't think it was fair to put Day Shift in that category. Okay, that's compare Descent two to the first Descent. You can see that obviously Descent One had way more money to work yeah. with. Yeah, oh yeah. And the production standards were way better. I'm sure you even saw a boom mic and a cameraman in some of the scenes of Descent. You could tell it was low budget. <laughs> right. It, that's what I consider straight to video quality there. 
It's a but, it's a good late night horror movie if you like. I, that like I said, I've stuff. seen a lot worse. Yeah. It's not it's not bad. It's on, and especially like it was Halloween. a quick eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was extremely upset they brought back the actress from the first one, the Asian, oh the, the original character. the original character, yeah, and yeah. say that she survived because that kind of ruined the great ending of the Descent One. That's what I said. Too, and but, then yeah. they tried to bring back the Asian, Asian character yeah, yeah. in a different actress. That was not the same actress. That wasn't the same. that was not the same I don't actress. That, yeah. She looked. They tried to make it look like her, but it was not her. And she supposedly died in the first one. Yeah, but they, it was obvious that the she, that the filmmakers knew the same way I did. She was the most she was the most badass, awesome character in that first one. Let's find a way to get her back in this. And then she had a a back. They both had a backstory that made her turn that way. You know, what I mean, like for, for what she originally did to her in the first part of the descent. You know, what I mean, the Asian girl mm-hmm. messed with her husband or something like that, which was it yeah. un, was yeah. unneeded. Yeah, it's not needed, but they did give her some way to be even more hateful towards her. You know, what I mean, like you know, like she left her to die yeah. in the first one because she killed one. Of, she she. Whatever she was but, just trying yeah. to save her own ass. Yeah, yeah. But she was obviously the most athletic and fearless yeah, out of all of yeah, them. Yeah, but she was dirty too, though. Like she, she left old girl to die. Like you know, I mean, she accidentally stabbed. It wasn't her fault. We, we but, know people like that in real life. I yeah. didn't. Need, that's why we didn't. I don't think we need a backstory to show that. No, we, she, all that was explained in the first movie. Yeah, man. we didn't. It is not necessary for what they're going through down there because it's some hectic shit. But. I didn't think it was bad. I actually enjoyed it. I thought I'm not saying it's better than the first one at all. That's not what I'm saying, but I do think it's a good hidden gem. Especially if you like the first one, you might want to see the second one. True, right? yeah. true. Yeah, most people don't even know if it even has the second right. One. It's Very it's, true. Yeah. And it's the same. It's the same lead character for sure. I know that. I bet yeah. I got them both on DVD somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. I know I got the first one for sure because yeah. I love that movie. And I especially, buy it. I remember I stumbled upon that and I was like, "What? This is this is actually good." I don't know if you. No, get this it. is back when Blockbuster yeah. was open yeah. and somebody. Yeah actually recommended to me that yeah. I watched that movie and I watched it and I, ever since then I was like alright man give me something else man I trust your yeah. opinion on this yeah. one so I, I miss those days of interaction that's so one of the few positives of the girl who wrecked my car she <laughs> she introduced me to that original um, Descent Descent yeah, you might have let me you might have let me borrow that yeah I, I, it got good buzz but I still thought it was going to be trash and then she put that on one night. I was like, this movie is fucking awesome. Real awesome. Yep. They're going through some terrible shit. Like, man. Way better than it had any other. <laughs> right. right. That's yeah, way that's better. Totally for sure. All right, man. Another great episode, guys. Man, appreciate y'all showing up. Ryan. Yep. You ready for tomorrow? I am. I, I, I'm preparing myself well, tonight. You, you better not be late coming out your house. <laughs> I swear. If I got to send my son to come knock on your door, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be. I'm not going to make you guys drive. Bring that movie. that gun he had. Shoot outside the door. That thing yeah. was getting ready to set off car alarms. Hell yeah, that shit was real. I was like, damn, this is loud. Uh, no, yeah. I told him like you need to put that shit away. Yeah, I, yeah got, you, I got him a safe to keep that in. Right, he don't want to just be flaunting that. Or that looks too real. But you might have to get Ryan a sleeping bag. And him home with you, man. <laughs> just to get him there on time. So, oh, oh, yeah, that neighborhood I live in. You guys, if you need to shoot off some more rounds of that gun, by all means. Oh, sure, they didn't phase It's them. a nightly occurrence. <laughs> it's just getting old. That's pretty much getting. That's everywhere. not a good sign, it's man. Not at all. It's not. Time to get the hell out of there. You would think the cops would camp out. Maybe like, no, we can't go on that side of town, man. Like, <laughs> way, way too much crime over there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. About, <laughs> I'm about to move back in with my dad here pretty soon. Let's oh, get that. Oh, Let's pee not more money. Wow. I'll, I'll get a hotel room on the weekend. I don't know. Skip that. <laughs> I'll just take some gunshots. Uh. <laughs>
That takes a lot of maturity to be yeah. like, hey, I need to save my money. Right. My dad be like, oh, yeah, me too. Bring your ass back in here using, using up all the water and electric and shit. You better take your ass somewhere else. My ass would be in the Coast Guard somewhere. That's the last thing I'll do is go back over there. So you think a P-knuckle time is dried up now. Like, I can hang it up for a couple of years after that. Just me saying I live at home is done. So, oh, my God. So I was going to downtown, walk around with a big old plastic bag, <laughs> hanging out at Burger King yeah, all day. No way I live. I can live with them ever. Oh, so I, even when I visit it, I'm like, oh, okay, guys, I'll catch you next time. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm around. don't stay. I'm like, nah, I got to go back home. I got to. I gotta do stuff. You no, know? I love hanging out at my mom's house. I don't mind, but I, I after a while, like you know, I'm like, I, it's time to go back home. You know, so I like to be home. So oh, that's, that's good. Independence is good. Oh yeah, for sure. Now another great episode. Let's take us out with some of that. Salute to all y'all out there. Just going to go another round of ten toes this weekend. All right, man. This is gonna be a nice <laughs> one out there. Ooh yeah, I like this song. You got the still yeah. got the value. Here it is, Ryan. You play this, guaranteed, I'm, man, you're going to get at least some socks off. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to recon- recognize it here. Uh, you all remember this from uh, the Think Like a Man soundtrack? John Legend? John Legend? Uh, oh, I'm a John Legend fan. I know. I don't recognize this song, though. Oh, dude. This is like him and uh, Ludacris. Okay, yes. Yeah, oh, great. yeah. This is great. Yeah, the socks will come off with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. You keep playing more songs. Are you playing on some Jodeci? <laughs> oh, man. Pants coming off, too, man. <laughs> I see some pinochle time in your future. Oh, man. I'm about to remember that. Play some Key Sweat, man. Guaranteed. Key Sweat does do the trick. Absolutely. Oh, man. I don't know what the hell is about Key Sweat, man, but he definitely worked on his wonders on some women back in the day. <laughs> oh, man. And hopefully y'all had a good time listening to us this week, man. Once again, if you like us, go subscribe. Recommend us to your friends. Look up us on iTunes, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts. We all out there. Help us grow the audience. Help us grow the show. Ryan, thank you for showing up this week. Sean, my pleasure. Sir. Best of luck to you next time you go to the casino, my friend. Oh, yeah. you Maybe know, you'll I'll, be with us. Maybe you give us some tips. You know, I'll be wherever I can. You know, so hell, I might give you some of my money to gamble. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I'll try to help you out. Oh, yeah. man, I appreciate it. Yeah, I no definitely problem. appreciate it, man, because yes. I'm going to need some guidance. Oh, yeah, man. I got you. Uh, yeah. And I hope all y'all have a good weekend. Hopefully, y'all go out to see Ant-Man enjoy yourself, or at the very least, just go watch a movie this weekend, guys. Go enjoy yourself, and I hope y'all have a good week. So we'll see y'all next time. Have a good one, y'all. All right. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, on yeah. time, Ryan. Right. Yeah, yeah, you time. Got it. You got it. I'm going to try to drag y'all to yeah. Crouching Tiger on Saturday, okay. by the way. Yeah. All right. All right, bro. Good night. <laughs>